to lower that music just enough. And okay, so I think we're good to go. Hello, everybody. It's me, Francisco, here for Sports Goose number 186. Joined by my good buddy Charles here for Dia de Pau Dos. I love the fact that we have that. Yeah, it's the second one. Uh, we're finally running with an actual theme here, and yeah, that's it's been it's been good. And you know, this is a pre-Thanksgiving episode. We're supposed to be on Tuesday, but whatever, work stuff. So now we're doing it today, the day before Thanksgiving. We'll talk about Thanksgiving stuff, the start of the holiday season, because. Now it's the real start, right? After we ate mm-hmm. all the turkey and all the stuff, and then all the deals are happening, all the stuff and the whatnot, and we got sports this week as well because everybody's off, and so we got—I mean, tonight, right now, happening at this moment, are the Florida Panthers and the Boston Bruins here in Sunrise. So that's a very, very big game, Charles, and I'm following it right now as we speak. And I am going—I am going to sim it. Yeah. Because today we're breaking the seal. Yeah, we're breaking the seal. There it is. So I uh, that will be the first game. I will, you know, as the Bruins and the Panthers, because I did get NHL 24. Yeah, came in what Sunday or whatever. <laughs> you ordered and it, it was, a thousand years ago. Yeah, and it was much delayed, and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'm like, what is this? What is this nonsense that happens? As I'm literally popping up here in the intro, so I have to shift my headset a little bit, but. You know, it's something to do for the show. It's something to get invested into the sport that I do, you know, commonly comment on. I watch some things. I paid money to see it. This is a way to kind of educate. <laughs> oh, these and... teams are going to kill each other, Charles. <laughs> there you go. They understand. They're fighting for my love. Like, oh, Charles, pick up. This is pick great. And this is hockey. I, uh... <laughs> and I, um, for me, it's just more or less, too, is that you can only do the show, you know, or I, I can only, I can only do as I'm listening to the instructions of this guy's yelling at me, um, I could only, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna shut it off. I can't do two things mm. at once. I can only do so much, you know, wrestling. So, so, so what's happening? What's happening, Charles, right now? I, I literally, I literally booted it up and they were telling me about accessibility and stuff like that. I'm like, we're not prepared for this right now. Oh, you're, oh, you're <laughs> booting up right now. I was on the show. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, right. the first time. And okay. The whole thing was like, okay, all right. right. I'm like, I, I, all right, I'm right. like, my, my accessibility. All right. You need yeah. closed captioning. Can you see straight? But not you know, even just that, but a kind of player you have to learn. And I realized maybe this isn't the right game to play during the show the first time. <laughs> I, I, I got a little cold feet there, boys. Well, like, right uh, now, the Florida Panthers are currently trying to kill Charlie McAvoy. No. Because uh, the man had it out. He had a uh, suspension already earlier this season for four games for uh, elbowing in the head Oliver Ekman Larson. Okay. And this is the first time that we've had a chance to get back at him. And, uh, oh, they have been getting back at him very much so thus far, Charles. And, I, and I'm loving it. And everybody in Sunrise is, is uh, making sure that, that that man is dead. It's so serious for you. Yeah, well, this is serious, Charles. It's, a it's only the beginning. It's right? the beginning of the season, but it's so serious. Right. It's serious because, I mean, you've, you've seen Shores, Edie. Have you, have you finished the, the, the season? Last two episodes. Damn it, Siri. I'm talking to you. So I have the final two episodes left, which I've actually, 
season two has gone by very quickly mm. i've not finished it but it's gone by very quickly have it's, you finished it yeah i have it's it's only six episodes right it's yeah. not it's not much There's, they're not long anymore and we got one more season after this and it's over yeah, but I, and that's fine but there's a certain passion and you, you just need guys to stay dead or you yeah. just need you need to set the tone charles you need to set the tone and it's early in the game we forgot that, and that was supposed to be our, our thing our, our fourth liners <laughs> You know, Ryan Lomberg and, and I think uh, Nick Cousins, like these mm-hmm. guys, right? They're they're on the fourth line, and they're, they're the energy guys. They're the guys that are there to set the tone, Charles. That's what your fourth line is for. And maybe your third line. Well, I'm, I'm going to be learning that after the show. I, I opted to go Tony Hawk Pro Skater mm. remaster for the moment. <laughs> okay. What I've been doing for a bit is shifting. Um is I've been shifting like every hour. I'll change it to a different game, but WWE was taken up a little mm. bit. A little, little. If, if you guys <laughs> have not picked up Tony Hawk, by all means, you should spend your money on it if yeah. you want to relive your youth when you didn't have That's the remake, there. right? Is the remake? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's one and two. All right. So, and right now, Charlie McAvoy and Nick Cousins are jawing at each other in the penalty box right now as uh, we've had offsetting uh, roughing penalties at this point. It's, it's, oh man, Charles, it's happening. This, this is mm. a game. Someone's someone's gonna die tonight. Someone's gonna right. die. I'm hoping it'll be enough Boston tears, right? Because they're like, oh, the the Celtics beat the Heat earlier, and you know, yeah, the Heat don't care. Yeah, we, we we let me tell you about Miami fans. Mm. We do not track anything that is done amongst the other sports. I feel as a fan base, it's it is not that dick riding one that yeah. a lot of Boston sports have between the Bruins, the Celtics. The Red Sox, and then I feel like I'm missing one. Well, oh, the Patriots. Well, which, yeah, well, they're forgettable. So, yeah. 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 And, and yeah. And that's the whole thing. Like, but Miami, Miami, I have not met, I have not met, mm. college doesn't count because BC, Boston College doesn't have that kind of legacy. All yeah. I ever remember from Boston College is Matt Ryan. And I have not met the holy trinity of Marlins fans, uh, Dolphins fans, and Heat fans all in one sit in. There's always something, and they'll watch it for the playoffs. But I'm talking about all of it. You know like, what I mean? Like a like a, a whole diehard thing. Where... A, a trio, the Holy Trinity. Yeah. Like not the Mets Jets uh, Islanders combo. Right? Yeah. You know that, that's yeah. always I think of the Seminole New Yorker or the Giants Rangers Yankees. And yeah. It's, even me, I'm like from New York. I'm like I, I got into all sports in different stages of my life, and mm. it's like Yankees. But I'll be caught dead before I like kind of. I think the only time I supported the Giants was I was kind of like, you know what? I don't want to see a perfect season. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think that was it. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm good on that dog. I don't need that. And then mm. Rangers. I'm like, you're educating me, so I will have to whatever your recommendation was between the Rangers or what the Dallas Stars. I think was the other one yeah. that you told me to play yes, as. Like yes. as I get my runs, because I can probably pop it. I, I just can't do it now. When I saw how it was going to give me tutorials and everything, and since it's a, when it's a three-man show, I can do some weird stuff. It's been two-man show lately until Andrew gets situated on a lot of stuff. So then I'm like, Ugh, Francisco actually needs me. So, I, I mean, unless we get the ghost of Douglas Pass where we get Tuggy in. <laughs> Um, nah. but you, that should be interesting. We should try to invite him for uh, the 200th. I, I think I've told him. I, I've mentioned to him, "Hey, man, you're you're back in town, right?" You, so so we'll see. We'll see what happens yeah, with that. Yeah, we'll but from there. But oh. have you met like the Holy Trinity? I, um, they're online, but I've never really. I mean, there are right. people. It's weird. It's, it's not. Once again, it's not hardcore because 
I don't think there's ever been a point. What? What? I mean, it's been 30 years since all of these teams. Now that they have the four teams, at the right? Same time, yeah. So it, the, the thing the is, heat and like everything kind of came like late 80s, early 90s, correct. where it's like suddenly boom, all these other teams. And it's like, and, and then like you had the Dolphins for like two decades before that. So you you see mainly people who are like Dolphins fans, and then they'll they'll like the other stuff. But I think it's starting to get there now with can more I, people can I say that something? are. That will growing make you up laugh. here you know you'd never get the 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 fabulous five including the um because it's only the people who are just going to dade county or mdc or the people who are just you know with a ged high school education that support miami somehow when it's all five in it's my true. time meeting somebody i'm just saying no, no yeah there, there i would love to have like a survey done like the University of Miami is never gonna do it because it'll like hurt their boosters or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They they find out like most of their most of their their sports fan base. Well, it's not even sports because like it's football and like the ones that are actual yeah, UM fans you, are trying to prop you can't up count the, the basketball. Well, they're trying to prop up the basketball. Be like, look, we're a school and we support all our teams. Like you guys don't give a shit because you guys have actually a pretty good baseball program too, and nobody talks about that. And then it's like a, you happen to have like the the, the college basketball team. And you guys mentioned the women's team, but I just feel like you guys don't want to sound like you're chauvinists well, they, or whatever. They, they, well, they they couldn't they couldn't profit off the Cavender twins because they're both one retired. They transferred, right? One, one transferred. One one retired and one you know came back, but her eligibility is going to be elsewhere. So, it, it, it Miami is about marketability. The U, yeah. UM is about marketability, not Miami itself. And, then, and yeah, they suck but, at it because yeah, football is the only ball is terrible. Thing. And let's start with them now. Yeah, sure. Let's that's start. Fine. Let's we, go. This is a sports show, everybody. We're going to get weird. We promise. Like but we might as well talk about sports because it's happening. And Miami plays Boston College, but they they lost again. Mm-hmm. And there's no I, now. Now I don't hear the excuse of oh, that's a good loss. Not right. Not anymore. It, it, that was a game we once again could have won, right? Hmm. You know, to beat to beat them, to beat Louisville, would have been very nice. And you're starting to see how it all comes into fruition, where you're just like, okay, maybe there are pieces of a puzzle to have a team that you don't want to see to play against. And hmm. then it's just Mario Cruz like, hi, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck, to because that's how it is. I'm like, I don't like Tyler Van Dyke because the problem is Tyler Van Dyke obviously has not found what he has to be. And that's no, no fault of himself. It's because Coaching. Mario Cristobal has an image of what he ought to be. Mm. You know, Tyler Van Dyke just needs to be a safe player. You have a uh, Restrepo, Respeto. I can't say his name properly. You guys, I can barely say my own name properly, according to every Hispanic woman. I've Javier Restrepo. Javier Respeto, right? Restrepo. Restrepo. He's probably not even Latino. Is he Latino? I don't even know. Yeah. I don't, I it don't says Xavier so. Restrepo. Okay, Xavier yeah, Restrepo. Yeah, but, you know, but it would be Javier like, if he was Latino. <laughs> listen, no one called me when I was down there. Those who found my name, they're like, Chales? They're like, no, we're just going to call you Chales. Chales. Like, well, yeah. I mean, for educational purposes, for oh, our boy. non-Spanish-speaking people here, is that the S is a very hard word mm. for people to say, for Hispanic, like, pure out. You know, yeah, the, high Cuban demographic and everything. Yeah. And now, so imagine the S in front of the E. Mm. So it, that's where the enunciation. My 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 brother in law's mother, love her to death. She's gonna mm. be making some Thanksgiving food, which you know includes rice, right? Mm. And she's like, it's not, it's chales, and you know, it's just there. And every other people, like my grandmother, Got pure this. Argentinian, mind you, living in this country for decades, 
refuse to speak English and she'll just say Charlie if she has to, yeah. because you know, then I'm like, I'm like, you're Argentinian of all Spanish. Have you ever heard other Argentinians talk that weren't me? Yeah. You're like, Oh, okay. You're still whitewashed. All right. Mm. Um, but to the point, because I will, we'll say the multicultural ethnicity stuff for when we get to the Thanksgiving mm. commentary, there's pieces of the puzzle. And then you see Mario Cristobal, you're like, but why, but why though? But why it's yeah. like, you know, being interested in somebody and you want to go on a date and they're like, but my friend has to come too, or my little cousin has to come or for what it's like that weird thing. You're like, dude, I'm trying to get some action here. <laughs> you know, the stuff I want to do to you, I can't do with like minors present. Yeah. Okay. I can't say go. these things. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't Mac on you, baby. I can't Mac on you. And so that's how I feel with them. And it's, it's just never going to change. And then what I'm going to hear in the off season is what was actually, I think, I think, you know, the, the predecessors of, of Manny, well, actually not Manny Diaz, but I think mm. coming into when it was Mark Rick, we're like, we have a good transfer class and we feel like we could be confident, take the next step in the programs. So I'm like, you're calling these plays that are stupid, bro. You can't fix stupid. Much like this country, if you're ignorant and stupid, mm -hmm. it's terrible. Being ignorant as a college football coach means you don't actually know your players that you have and you want to implement an offense that is not feasible. I'll die on that hill. I've been saying it for, what, nine weeks now. And it's just so frustrating. And then, of course, Andrew, I could publish the group chats. We'll get to it. But Andrew's mm. like, yeah, supposed to suck without you. But also then UCF lost. I'm like, yeah, I'm exceptional <laughs> without, the, without the UC. And he was like, dead ass quiet. I, I, we are I, mean I, when it comes to I, college football. I think that's I, the only thing we're rivals. I, I didn't. Yeah, but I didn't even really. I mean, one, I feel like that's punching down now. That's how low I think of UM football now that UCF punches down to them. And, and, yeah. and well, and look, I, I don't know if you saw Jordan Travis's leg injury. I saw it was, I feel so bad. It's, uh, him. it went the other it way. Is, it was so unfortunate. It, yeah. It, I, uh, I, I, I saw that he got injured. I'm like, ah. And so I'm like, well, you know, man, they said like he broke his ankle. I'm like, let me look at that. And I'm like, that is not a broken ankle. Yeah, that, that is that is everything. <laughs> that is a completely shattered leg. Yeah. Like if if his skin wasn't there, it would have landed someplace else. You know that gif or meme or whatever you want to call it these days of the guy cooking the smoker with the barbecue and mm -hmm. then the meat falls off the bone. That yep. was him. Yeah, and, it, and it's unfortunate because I I don't really ever want anybody to get hurt, especially the college kids, because they had no financial payout and they would have to try to find insurance right <laughs> unless you're what i'm just saying all them quarterbacks right so johnny menzo um mm. the point being is and then some people are like oh rivalry fsu i'm like do i look like an animal to you hmm. in comes to sports i'm an animal on a lot of stuff like my justification for eating candy and sweets and everything but do, mm. do i literally yeah, care deals. i like I mean, yeah, finding deals, which is so weird. We'll get to that later. I do find it funny. Like, I would say it, though. Like, if we cause the injury, I'm like, oof. But to bring up Andrew's point, because he's not here, but we'll speak in the spirit of Andrew, right? The, the, coast, yeah. the ghost of Christmas Andrew, Poultry right? Guys. The ghost of college Andrew. Mm. That's how we'll title this on some things. I agree with him that I don't think that they should still get a college football playoff spot. Why? Because I've seen Nick Saban replace um, Jalen Hurts with Tua Tagovailoa to come and win backup quarterbacks it's not that deep y'all it's not that deep they were down 13 nothing and then they came back and scored 56 points so it was precisely so so there's it ain't that deep we're, they're they're playing florida and that that's not a good team and if they yeah. just kind of hold steady and play it safe and the guy's got yeah. all week to practice with you know as a first unit whatever yeah. then hopefully yeah. that's enough to get them through 
and get well, to the ACC championship game. They'll play if, Louisville, which will actually be a challenge. Correct. And then because they're they're a top ten team, and yeah, and then we'll see. We'll see. But, but if they know, run the table, why can't they be number four? Exactly. Your two weaknesses. They've been number four all season. So you need an ACC rep. Plain and simple. Your mm-hmm. two weaknesses are your defense is cause of concern. When Emery Williams, who wasn't like anything, was starting for us, was able to just throw some deep ones. But two, your other enemy yourself is the NCAA because I don't understand how you accept a Harbaugh ban, but you're not doing a bowl ban, you guys. I don't care if it affects other kids. They're still going to get drafted. But they're not even going to play. These kids, if it's anything but the finals, and as I'll tell you now, he don't go to Mm. the finals. They're not going to play. It is ridiculous. And the reason why I bring that hatred is because who was on the death sentence wavering on it? For the sanctions that they wanted to kill the program, Miami. Miami. Mm-hmm. For more egregious things, sure. But what you got on Harbaugh was what just you were able to find. I can guarantee you there's probably a lot more, bud. But you guys don't want to go and sick and you don't want to, oh, just take three. And the whole thing was the AD was like, listen, just take the three-game suspension because they're going to investigate more, you clown. Mm. So I, I'm pissed at that, but you guys should, arguably, I think should be three. I, I ran down the list of who everybody plays, and it's nothing impressive in my eyes i did this with my paralegals he's an fsu fan so it's good camaraderie it actually helps me prepare for the show when him and i talk stuff when mm-hmm. i can actually get more ideas side note him and a couple other think people think that if i don't get marvin harrison jr for the titans we should get keon coleman now, i actually know keon coleman because i w- that's the thing if i if whoever your teams are i will keep note of it for our show yeah but if you're a friend of mine so it, it does help out um so we've yeah. got all right, I'll, I'll look through the rankings. I haven't yeah, even looked at them. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, Ohio State, I don't know how they're there. So we'll, I mean, everybody else is down here. And uh, James Madison finally lost. That was like a story all season. Uh, and they wanted it to. I mean, I don't think they should have had eligibility, but I don't think you should deny their waiver if they ran a perfect season. That's the whole thing about, mm-hmm. you know, everything. It's yeah, like, let well, them just get toast like Cincinnati did, you uh, know, and they get the rival ass whooping. They'll have the expansion of the playoff or whatever, so we'll see what happens sure. with that. Uh, Tennessee is number 25, but their number 24 is James they get, Madison. They get, so many, they get so many passes, dude. They've lost like three games, man. Yeah. They've lost four games, actually. Oh, Tennessee <laughs> lost the fourth so, one? This which, yeah, they, yeah, they lost twice. How are you going to be ranked 24? I'm sorry. Where's the parity? 25, 25. 25, I'm sorry. How, you gonna, how are you going to lose four but be ranked still? Because yeah, it's kind of weird. The program, your, your program sucks. They're, yeah, essentially they're in the SEC. But, I mean, I just imagine. I don't even know who is who's like you at the, the same level. You the Caesars Bowl, but. Yeah. Uh, Toledo is 23. Liberty. Or what's their win-loss record? Is 10-1. and one. Yeah, sure. Let them be. You see how it makes sense? Even yeah. Any 10 and 1 team, even on the weird scale, mm-hmm. the American and all that stuff, yeah, can be there. Liberty's 11 and 0. Yeah, fair. Um, Liberty's been kind of famous since your Tennessee Titans, Malik Willis, our best, or one of our backup QPs, yeah. um, was doing some stuff there. OK State okay. is 21 8 and 3. Iowa's 20 and they're 9 and 2. Yeah, fair. Uh, they they don't have a sexy offense. I've watched like two games or one game this season. Kansas State's eight and three. They're nineteen. Tulane sure. is ten and one. They're eighteen. Okay. Uh, Notre Dame is seventeen. They're eight and three. Shouldn't even be ranked. Arizona eight and three as well. At sixteen. Oregon State eight and three as well. Fifteen. Uh, LSU is also eight and three. They're fourteen. Definitely shouldn't be that high ranked. That's the <laughs> SEC. Brian Kelly. We've been shitting yeah. on Brian Kelly for five years. Uh, mm. Three. We have. Like, look yeah. into it. We're like, how does he keep getting work? Mm. Uh, Penn. Let's see. Was it Oklahoma is nine and two? They're thirteen. 
You would think they're higher with one, the program, two, the consistency that they're getting. I know who they lost to, and I get I, that. But Yeah, but I, I don't know. Maybe people are just tired of seeing them up there that high and not proving anything. Uh, Ole Miss is 9-2. They're 12. Penn State's 92 and they're 11. Uh, Penn State got blown the hell up. Yes, they did. So how are you going to have them that high? Because the, the name. It's it's always the name. Uh, Mizzou is 10. They're 9-2. and two. Louisville's 9-10-1. Alabama's 8-10-1. Texas is 10-1. They're 7. Oregon is 10-1. They're 6. And then we have the rest of the undefeated teams. FSU at 5 now because... What? Yeah. Jordan Travis gets injured, and that's where wow. we're standing at. Yep. It's the same logic how people are trying to tell me Ohio State should be one. Well, I'm like, but Georgia, who was rain coming into it, never lost a game, mind you, loses its positioning. Washington is four. Mm. Michigan is three. Mm. Ohio State's two, mm. and then Georgia's one. And then Georgia's one, yeah. So There you go. But Michigan's going to be there. So Fine. Let, let them be there because for several years, for five years that we've let been Let them lose the in the playoff then. Yeah, yeah, you know, for five years we're like, did I'm like, have they even gone to the let, college football finals? Yeah, and when they them, did, they got they got destroyed. find something stupid, and then Jim Harbaugh can go, go back to, to coaching the NFL. <laughs> he's gonna go work for the Raiders, or he's gonna go work for the Patriots. He's going to Washington, or he's going to I don't know. Well, yeah, they're gonna pay big money. That's right. They don't yeah. have um, they don't have a sexual abuser. You know, um, who, who's Dan the coach? Ron Rivera? Is it? Ron Rivera's getting fired. Yeah, definitely getting fired. Yeah, so yeah. And they don't even have hot. They don't have hot water. They'll, they'll they'll bring him in for the new stadium. That's what they'll. That's what well, you know, doing. he's so angry all the time that you know he could just steam the water and make it hot by just touching it. <laughs> you know, Harbaugh, Harbaugh, we're going on this route. Mm. Harbaugh is the fakest, angriest man I've seen. Mm. Ryan Day's outburst against um, the old guy Nance, not not Jim Nance. I'm sorry, not Jim Nance. You know who I'm talking about. You know, uh, Bob, uh, Bob, Lee Corso, Lee Corso. Oh, that okay. Was, that was just stupid angry. You know, it's stupid angry. You just get angry for no reason. Like you're having a bad day and your shirt gets stuck in something. Wait, okay. is that the guy from Ohio State? Yeah. Right. Uh, no, he was getting mad at Lou Holtz. There Lou Holtz. Go. I'm sorry. I'm there you go. My bad. Like, I don't, I don't care, guys. You know, just stop. You guys shouldn't be even playing for analysts. But Lee Holtz, he, Lou Holtz, I can't speak. Lou Holtz was Lee the Holtz. Notre Dame coach, man. So, like, mm. yeah, it <laughs> makes sense. He's going to support his teams even at 105. Are you going to fight him, Ryan Day? Mm. You're just stupid angry. You're probably having a hard day. And then you're like, I'm going to turn this attention on some, like, eight-year-old man. Okay. <laughs> John Harbaugh's like, Rah! and you're just like, okay, calm down, Bruce <laughs> Banner, because we can sense fake. We know when a toddler tantrum happens, and right now I'm seeing it. Uh, all right. Well, that's all I can say about college football. Yeah, I got, I got nothing else. I don't care. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll, I've been more invested, even if my teams are losing, because I think it's it's not as predictable and it's not as empty the way the NFL has been this season. NFL's been bad, man. Mm. Like, bad for me. I, I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's see. We've got uh, – what else happened? Though? The MLB Awards to finish out. Are we doing this right now? Are you All right. Let me put the controller down. Go ahead. Lead us, please. Okay. Uh, so that was last week. We talked about the side job, right? Already, Mm-mm-mm. we didn't get it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, let me get, remember it let was me, announced post show. Let me get the the dumb stuff out the way. Uh, MVP yeah. was Acuna because everybody knew it, but do it in the playoffs because you fucking suck when it actually matters. I'm sorry. I understand that we like stolen bases. If I can comment to support your argument, because you know I don't think you're going to take away my opportunity to shit mm. on the Braves. Five. I got one on mine. Yeah. Um, stolen bases are sexy to me. 
if it leads to some kind of run production or mm. if you steal home. If it all leads to nothing, it is the emptiest stat. It is the emptiest calorie. It is iceberg lettuce. Do you mm. understand? Do you understand, ladies and gentlemen? Because it should have been Mookie. It should have been Mookie. And I will die on that hill that it should have been Mookie. And this isn't me like hating on Acuna, but the hitting wasn't really their comparison to those two, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, but he got like 50 uh, solo bases. I won't even tether into the cheap argument that is possible. Speaking about the um, the convenience of you know the the banning of the shift but i want someone so i can eat my words to show me the data of how him stealing home led to pressure on the pitcher to give up a run because that's all it matters you stealing it doesn't matter if it doesn't steal home or lead i I guess leads into something right leading to that yeah leading to a run being scored and i don't know i'm gonna just look I'm going to just look. I'm just going to do a Google search real quick. Yeah. Oh, we're getting real deep in this. Yeah. I just want to see. Like, as you as a fan, do you care about stolen bases? I'm doing like a cursory search of like stolen bases, like ranking us run scored after stolen bases right like if you yeah. got if you if you're that's if a your stat boys, that we should have right if your boys can bring your can bring you in right yeah and you were directly involved in putting yourself in scoring position for them to bring you in right yeah so, so. I, I can't i can't find it i keep seeing articles about oh the 40 70 season which doesn't really matter once again asterisk all over the place that the, the Stolen bases, the, the bases are the size of pizza boxes now, large pizza boxes. Mm-hmm. And pitchers can't throw over more than three times. And you've got shift uh, being banned and all that stuff. So this isn't like Ricky Henderson's stolen base seasons. This is, yeah. it's even more emptier of a calorie than anything else. It's called, it's a Mio, you know, the yeah. Mio, like you just make water sexy because yeah. you can't just drink the damn water. And then, oh. all, yeah. And then yeah, I know it's a regular season award, but all that disappeared come playoff time. So. But even if it, the thing is, man, anything that's inconsequential, even it might be good is inconsequential. Mm. And that's what it was. Yeah. Good for him for doing it. I'm not going to take away the fact that he does have the capability to steal bases of the modern day time with the way that they have it but to go on the set of, of to overtake it on batting average fielding because you should consider that with your baseman right or anybody who's playing on the field um homers ops i don't mm. like war as a stat for obvious reasons but you know yeah whatever i rather just take the slug I, I like ops because it's combining yeah um your on-base percentage and slugging, slugging all yeah. that stuff you know yeah. like that, that that to me makes sense yeah I, I can work with that but yeah it, what benefit did it have and that that was my piece on it i felt that my my paralegal is a, a brave fan, so he's like shut up charles and i'm like okay <laughs> well um braves fans are used to having empty 100 win seasons so yep. there you go and uh otani got the american league mvp Fine. Yeah. So, you know, should have had it last year. Should have been the first back to back to back. Yeah. If yeah, but nobody wants to give it to the to the man just yet. But you, we'll see what happens with all of the free agency and all that stuff that's going to be happening. Uh, all right, the National League Cy Young Award winner. Because let's get this one out of the way too. Please. Blake Snell 
Good for him. San Diego is going to get paid this offseason. Because uh, I, I don't know if the Padres are going to keep him. Their, their owner just died, right? Mm-hmm. So that now they're in they, flux. They had to take out a short-term loan. Yep, they're in flux and What now. people don't understand is that for a high administration and probate estate, there's a lot of money that's going to be taken out of that just to get that going. So it's going to be put into a trust and the kid's not going to be touched. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And yeah. if he's the one personally cutting checks, guys, mm-hmm. that ish ain't happening anytime soon. Yeah. And, and you know what? You know, let those dominoes fall, right? Yeah. Let them fall as it is where you have to really, because pitchers, pitchers sometimes are the very much make or break situations and let the fall because I will take place now. Yeah. I mean, we are in play. I'm just thinking of the whole situation. Like, I know he won the award. Good for him. He's great and all that stuff. And the one raise guy that actually did something after he left Tampa. But, Mm -hmm. man. because it was Blake Snell and it was the um, damn it, yeah. And then he got traded and he sucked afterwards. He's I forgot the, his name. There's, yeah, the uh, guys who leave Tampa, like they're good in that system, but most of them just kind of suck afterwards. Matt Garza is the only one I remember because I think he had a no hitter with the Cubs and he was just average at best, if you remember him. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys, but but Blake actually, look, goes and wins another Cy Young Award. So there you go. Good for him. Uh, but man, San Diego, uh, that's that's an awful situation right now. Yeah, and then also they have to figure out him, and they have to figure out what to do about Soto because they are not re-signing Soto. I'm telling you guys that now. You don't need him, you know, ideally, and then you com- you commit all that money to these Jr. who at least had a respectable season, right? Yeah. But mm. so you have Soto, you have uh, that you have to try and work with. You're sort of you you say you're in the running for these two Japanese guys, and um, what's what's this guy's name? Yoshi. Yoshi. Yamat. Yeah. Yep. You know I'm gonna butcher that. Yom, I mean, Yamato Abe, something yes. like that. Yeah, there Yamamoto. Is it that Yamamoto? I, no, okay. I feel like that's. Not, I want him. I'm gonna call him Yoshi. Okay, if Yoshi. It's there we go. And Otani, but I don't even know how you're gonna be able to do that. Well, um, with... you play. This is how I, you... the Otani situation is tough too because can you play him? Pay him as a DH because I I don't know if you could pay him as a pitcher. Yeah, we'll see. Wait. I mean, he wants to pitch, but if the the entire situation comes to well, he's had two Tommy John surgeries, bud. If you can't do it a third time, and we can't have you going down just for that, because I'm I'm kind of amazed. I, and maybe it's I'm just not familiar with the anatomy and stuff like that of the arm, but the fact that you can hit while still having a torn UCL. I, don't I mean, know. dude, I could barely lift weights with a. <laughs> not, I don't think torn. Ro- you know, rotator cuff definitely strained. Yeah, no rotator cuffs. You can't do nothing without with that. You know, you but, do some stuff. Uh, well, some, but some. like not. I, go I don't think you can hit. Here, baby. I don't think you can hit with a torn rotator cuff. But regardless, I I don't see uh, how you would how, how you would have him keep pitching if if that's the case. But it just reminds case, me of Wade just shaving his his uh, meniscus. He's like, I don't need it. And then all the time he's like, I regret everything about doing that. Why uh, did I listen to that doctor? Yeah. So, uh, the thing with uh, the, the Padres is, well, how do you f- afford this guy? And like that team's gonna blow up. They lost their manager already. He went over to San Francisco, which is saying not, something. Not because he sucked, because that you know, Bob Mellon's done less with more. Well, they hired Mike okay. Shit. Uh, Schlick, Schilt. Sorry, Schilt. Schilt. Sorry, sorry, Mike. I was pronouncing it phonetically <laughs> of how I saw it because Shit's Creek. You know, yeah. Yeah, I'm not counting that as curse words, by the way. 
you know, it's pronunciation. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. We're good um, with that. So, and he was good in St. Louis. They just fired him because they went with the guy that they felt that was better, which was whatever his name was at the moment. I'm off the a- the MLB mind, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. It's just, I think people forget because, you know, San Diego's trying to get that mainstream appeal. They've sucked for so long mm. as an organization that this is just a, a, a you know it, it will make them the biggest laughing stock. It will make yeah. them a legitimate. You, you try to spend big, you couldn't be done, big bro. They've done everything to try and be a brand, right? To try and yeah. get there and be. And part they've of, had the players too. Be That's part of the echelon of all right. We're part of the elite group of ML- MLB teams now, right? It's it's LA, it's Chicago Cubs, it's it's the New York Yankees, it's the Atlanta Braves, it's San Francisco Giants, um, the Boston Red Sox, and now it's the San Diego Padres. And Don't they you guys know it's Latin for Wales yeah. vagina according to Von Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, so um, they they couldn't do it. They were trying to do man, they're trying to do what the Texas Everything, the Texas dude. Rangers succeeded in. Which is based off the two thousand nine blueprint of the Yankees. <clears throat> so that's what they were trying to do, and they failed. They failed miserably. They made one playoff run that was that got them to the NL. Well, I think they had two seasons. Two. They seasons. got to the NLCS last year. Yeah, they, they had the COVID season, and they lost to the Dodgers. And then they had the NLCS last year, which was like the peak of yep. all of this. And, but man, you're going on the fifth year of this. Yep. And you have two playoff appearances: one in the shortened season. And then last season, which was good, but then you got spanked by the by the Phillies, yep. and you've got nothing to show for it. Uh, you know, you changed your logo back to brown and yellow, all this other stuff, trying to make yourself a thing, and now you're still the fraud race. You, yep. you've, you've always been. And we coined that ish. Other, we coined yeah. that ish four years ago or three years ago. Like how how do you regress to the point where, like? Now you, the Diamondbacks, the, the team in your division that nobody expected, gets to the World Series. You guys can't even do that, yeah. right? The Marlins made the playoffs. Yep. <laughs> you lost to the Marlins. Yep. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a failure, but not on on Blake Snell's part. And he's 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 gone. He's gone. He's he's not coming back. I I, I can't predict him staying, especially with all this stuff now. Uh, well, uh. Boston Bruins are winning one nothing. It's been a very chippy game, they Charles. There's they been like 40 penalties in the, in the first period already. And they want me. They were like, Charles, we want you. We yeah. have Brad Marchand. Let us be the first team that you play in like a decade and a half. Right now, it's their father's trip, so all the dads are on the road with them. And they usually do these father tri- uh, father's trips when they're coming to like Florida to play the Panthers and the Lightning, or or they go to Vegas and see the Golden Knights. They never like nobody does a farthest trip and brings her dad over to Boston or Winnipeg. So just I'm just putting that out there as part of the petty here. Um anyways, Charles, there's one award left that we haven't spoken about. So about uh, the first, actually, yeah, about uh, after opening day, because I remember the, the time, because the opening day to happen, and we did our first episode, like, that that first Tuesday, like, like four days into the into the regular season, 
and that's when we had our, our actual hey this is what we're gonna predict for the for the rest of the season right and you know i of course did not have no expectations that the Marlins would make the playoffs so you're francisco uh, yeah but uh but it, yeah it's happening i guess and all right i had a good season and i but i would never have predicted that the marlins would have made the playoffs never in my wildest dreams did i expect that team to just barely make it but they made it now charles you had your own expectations but maybe not for your yankees you know as a team because a certain manager always gets in in the way Always, God damn it! But is that my tell? Is that my tell of all my teams, <laughs> except for Spolstra? Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody, even Mike Rabel, who mm. I tolerate, <laughs> is kind of like. Weird Did you hear um, uh, Barry McCockner's thing when he talked about the Titans game? No, I, I didn't. I didn't uh, watch Mike Rabel, uh, who freelances as a Naughty America actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, 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 Mike Rabel has the build of a porn actor for women only. <laughs> so, you know, whoever, whatever they like, whatever yeah. flows the boat. Yeah, he ranked pretty high on our handsomest coaches list. So. Yeah, I think I had him as a runner up to Sean McVay. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, there was a certain clip that's, gosh darn it, hold on. Let me, let me find that right now. I'm going to play it into my microphone. Uh, at this moment one second um let me go to the to the sports goofs account charles plug the stuff oh yeah follow us on the twitter <laughs> charles the true fjogr damn free holy sports underscore goofs it is hockey season please mm. follow panthers historian not only does he get monetary funds he actually knows what he's yeah. doing and who is he following uh Kevin Weeks. Who follows me? Kevin Weeks. Kevin, Kevin Weeks, Weeks follows guys. me and likes and my I stuff and retweets will follow my Kevin stuff. Weeks because All of right. it. And yeah. I also Roy Bellamy, Dan Lebertar's show. Yeah. You know yeah. where they got picked up by Max. Yeah. We are going Billy to show. Billy Gill, Chris Cody, I'm a, yeah, Mike uh, Ryan, Jerry, Ta- Jeremy Tache. You know yeah. Mike Ryan. We 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 show the right way with compliments because you want to know why, guys. Real mm-hmm. recognizes what real. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find it right now, Charles. Trying to find it. Uh, gosh darn it! Hold on, hold on. I know it's here. I know it's here, and I, I will, I will find it because I need this to be heard by people. I had it time stamped and everything. Oh, here we go. I found it. That you called it since day one. Not well, not necessarily day one, but the the first That's couple the first of days. Game. Yes. So let me go on over and pause it. So this was on April 4th, 2023. Sports Goofs number 167. Charles giving his predictions for not the New York Yankees, but a certain boy, a certain man, a certain goofy man. He likes bone marrow. Yeah, he likes bone marrow. He's kind of a goofy looking guy, but... You know, you got to love him. Gives that little wag of the finger that became a very nice gif. He told Aaron Boone to go fuck himself. Six. Yes. There Don't we take go. me out of the game. So here we go. Let's let's play this. I, I, I should have done a cold job prediction. You know what? I'm going to do the cold job prediction now. Take it to mm. account. I am predicting. Andrew's going to look at me and laugh. I am predicting. I'm going to go big here because I feel like last year he was a little bit off his game, but he had high strikeouts that year at Blue I am predicting, boys, 14 cold drops. 14? 
14. I'm going big. Because I am trying to make this man the true Mr. Yankee, the true face of the franchise. Make him that. I mean, that's a Cy Young right there. That is a Cy Young. Well, Well, Charles, it was a Cy Young. Go ahead. Take your victory lap. Sometimes you just know. Sometimes you just know. Joan of Arc is sometimes considered to be a victim of persecution, but a harbinger of God. I like to view myself as a harbinger of coal. The man has a segment dedicated to excellence. The handy, the Henry Handy, dedicated mm. to excellence. Unfortunately, we haven't had that for a bit. The coal jobs, dedicated to excellence. We don't have anything in basketball. It's more of me just gushing over certain players, right? That, mm-hmm. That's how it is. But I just knew. I, I just knew. I felt like, you know what? Because we, we don't know how to read pitchers sometimes the guys who we think are going to have excellent years and you know not having excellent years there's always a sneaky person that comes into it um you don't always have the consistency but the guy was always consistently good great he like i had mentioned on the show seven months ago we were talking about whether or not if you fix the wonkiness of it i felt that he did and i just felt it i just knew it and to be dead on with the predictions hurt because we were like a shit. I took a little bit of the over, and there was like six quality starts that weren't even accrued or accounted for because the Yankees just couldn't finish it out. But the man was just every level, every win, and I just felt it. I knew, and it's called it's stand by your man, and I, I will always stand by them. So he's getting the side job. I am mm-hmm. rehabbing my right arm to be ready for you, Garrett, because you have been my my prize, my idolization, my obsession. You know, be still my heart when I see you and I hear you talk about bone marrow you are my ophelia you are my 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 focus man you you make my world go around in baseball because i have one guy who's good in the regular season that doesn't step up in the postseason we got another one who is beautiful and he actually does contribute in the postseason more than judge but he gets hurt all the time best body in the in the league though with Giancarlo. we got a guy that we're probably gonna let go with glibber and i don't have much to kind of live for i'm, I'm evaluating some of the young cats are coming into it, even though I think Volpe is going to be a stud if he could just not strike out, but in baseball, it doesn't matter. But you, you, you're a knockout, baby. You ain't a strikeout. You're a knockout. You only deliver strikeouts and you knock me out every time you're on that mound. The funny thing is, man, I was thinking about it too. I was like, would he, would I make the same prediction next year? And I'd be like, no. Right. Because you, you sometimes you don't get those repeats that much anymore, but this is mm. well-deserved. I'm glad he's with a Yankee into it. The haters who hate it can really just, you know, I got, I got, you know, two words for you. Suck it, right? Because who else was better than him? Mm-hmm. Who else? You want to give it a sunny gray? Okay, yeah, they're in the World Series, but fine. And you want to call it regular season um, awards, but he was the dominating, the most dominant starting pitcher. So it's not as if we're, there was nothing to make arguments of. And you know what was best about this? Which is why I got probably take a little testosterone and get some injections to get mm-hmm. some anabolic steroids in there. Mm. He was unanimous. Yep. It's kind of a rare thing. And it's either you can say that, oh, the selections were bad. I'm like, really? Sonny Gray Sonny Gray is on um Minnesota. You know, no, no, he's on I think he's in Texas now. Wait, Sonny you know, Gray? I thought it was with the yeah. twins. He might be on the twins. Let me let me go from there. Hold on, I'll look I'll look it up while you while you keep talking, but yeah, uh, he, oh, he was on the twins. Free, huh? He's a free agent now, so oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Nathan Avaldi. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, Nathan Avaldi. You know, yeah, was the other one. And yeah, uh, but there, there was yeah, the other can, one. You can sign Sonny Gray if you want to add him to the staff. Now we've had him. We we don't need yeah. Kevin Gossman. Sorry, yeah. it was Sonny Gray and Kevin Gossman, and then um, no. from the Toronto Blue Jays. But you know, for all you guys who want an Alec Montauk, 
And for all you guys who were hoping for the Chris Sell bounce back. And all you guys were hoping for Jacob Oh, Manoa. Manoa. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. There we go. Manoa. And all the the guys who were hoping that That Verlander and DeGrom were going to do something, I'm sorry. Mm. Because what Garrett Cole is, and it's something I use in the office lately because I I do mantras just to help me get through the work. It's a very stressful job. Is, you know, he's the EOE, just like me. What is the EOE of? He's the excellence of excellent, baby. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's what it is. So I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it because I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to say, you're welcome. I, you know, I saw his little, uh, I saw his little interview when he won in. His wife was like, I'm going to kick her out of the room for the night. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I got to handle this. I have a job to do. Mm. I'm a man of my works. My word is my bond. I'm very happy for him. Uh, and this is great for being a Yankee fan. In, in hindsight, last year we got the reigning M- MVP for mm-hmm. the Yale. And then yeah. we get the Cy Young. It is kind of sweet. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of a sweet thing because what does it do? It keeps us relevant. It makes us prominent. It keeps butts in seats, right? Kids keeps kids off drugs, right? From, from Shorzy. Mm. And, you know, it maybe could entice another stud pitcher to want to join us yeah. because God there's, knows we need that too. There's three on the market right now. Uh, yeah. Even Sonny Gray, there's four. He could bring them back. Yeah, sure. You know, it's always weird. Like you leave us and then you get better. I'm like, what is this nonsense? And Yankees need to spend the whole holiday need to spend. You just need to spend on the right guys. Mm -hmm. But Garrett Cole, thank you for giving me life because I was obnoxious in this group chat. If you guys, we could publish it all. You could publish my whole thing. He's on the seven. I'm going to be right. He's on the six. He's mm. going to be right. Guys were there. And then on the day I got to the 40, I'm like, Francisco, find the audio. Find the audio. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, just, yeah. that's that's how it was. He made Receipts. me, who was an analytical, stoic person with a little bit of the uh, Hispanic fever into him, act all crazy like I'm seeing the 1999 boy bands live. Mm. And thank you, Garrett Cole. And I love you. Yes. Very good, Charles. The side job, everybody. <laughs> it happened. It actually happened. Man. Never will we be that analytical. We are analytical, guys. We don't talk well, out of I mean, ass. this is this is probably the, the peak of Charles Sardamas. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Because that's a long-term prediction. Like you can make, ter- you know, like you can make predictions like in the moment where you just you can see like the momentum changing to certain things, or like within like a week of something, you know, the, the things as they're running up to it within like a week or a couple weeks. Like okay, this kind of feels like this team is doing this right, but this was a, yeah, we're gonna get like 14, 15 of these, and uh, and then it's like this is positive. Yeah, it's basically a Cy Young. It's like there it is, it happened. So, wow. Uh. Uh-uh. Just, just a great day. It was a great day that day, for sure. Uh, we are at... I made my penis into the big penis. Yes, it did. <laughs> All right, so we are at 48 minutes. Uh, do we have anything to talk about basketball while we're here? Um, yes, lightly. We'll keep it heat-related for me. For okay. me. Yeah, because I, I still haven't watched the game. I've been point. giving you stats, though. I have been mm-hmm. doing – if I wasn't lazy, I would probably do a Heat historian, but I, I am not mm-hmm. going to go look at old tape. I don't have those – I don't have to – There's already a guy that does it, but oh, I, already, probably I already had my, my criticism about it. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, don't follow him on the Twitter. Follow us on the Twitter. I mean, you um, can, but he's not great on Twitter. He's great on Instagram, though. And I'm not an Instagram guy. You <laughs> see? They're yeah. going to help each other. Um, Triple J, Jaime Yaquez Jr., really just making me happy, man. Hi, baby. 
I maybe because what was my whole thing? I, I, abandoned a nightmare to live a dream, and that mm. dream was to have Tyler Hero still on my team and keep the assets that what we had because financial flexibility was going to be extremely tough for us if we did get the Damian Lillard trade. Let's be real; it, it was great because it's a guy that made casual fans want him on the team. Many people who um are diehards i'd be like man if he was on my team that'd be awesome and mm -hmm. that was my feeling onto it but it's not as if tyler hero was bad we went down the list when i had the whole the book of hero kind of moment and that's what we're going to call it on my fandom the book of hero where i just say hey, and now he's hurt fine it's it's the beginning mm -hmm. of the season he could be hurt i don't care you know coach as long as, he, as long as he doesn't get hurt in the playoffs again yeah, well, that that was such a freak thing too, and I need people to. But still, he hurt himself still. diving for a ball. He is not yeah. in. He is not. If I if I can throw some shots on players who are like injury prone, he is not going to be you know like Lamelo Ball. You know, mm -hmm. if they even ever made the playoffs, I'm just using him as an True. example because it came in because he, he ankle or I'm sorry, am I thinking Lamelo? It's one of the balls. They're always hurt. Well, Lamelo's hurt as well. But, I mean, yeah, the, um, both balls were hurt. Yeah, uh, coming into hey. it, it's not. It's not. Um. Devin, you know, it's not Bradley Beal who the Suns are going for. Kevin Durant's often injured. He just yeah. plays it. We Kyrie. Kevin Kyrie, thank you. So it kind of comes in. Like, guys, you know, let's really contemplate this. It's just time because you're looking at court. So Triple J, enjoying it. I don't need this man to be 15 points a game. When you have three great starters with Jimmy, Bam, and when Tyler comes back to be your point getters on your starting unit. But if you can get a second unit who has a kind of like – mid triple doubles meaning everything's like a four or five and a six on point three bounds or assist i'm a happy guy let me take a look at this real quick One yeah you should take a peek because i i haven't looked at any i mean i can i can have a cursory look at the stats and be like okay yeah. this is where yeah. we're standing but, but for for a rookie being played by spo when we have not played nikola jokic jovic the other joker the jovic the g joe jover we're gonna call him no but then the hispanic accent no. wants to come out go joven yeah. <laughs> i can't do that you know yeah we're gonna call him joven right now nikola joven um, but Spo doesn't play rookies like that, man. Mm -hmm. So I think it is something let's see. of interest for me. So let's let's go down the list here. We're let's do heat talk, right? Yeah, let's do heat talk. I, I don't I don't need the other basketball stuff. It's yeah, fine. Exactly. We don't care about the end season tournament. No, nobody cares about it. And they're they're trying to make people think care about it, but whatever. Like the Pacers just put out we grew up we won group A. I'm like that what? seems like a team that exactly what we predicted is that the teams that are normally pretty crappy are going to be out like, we, we won group A, everybody. We're moving on to the next round. Is, uh, really? The Tampa Bay Rays are like, oh, yeah, ASC wild card. <laughs> so, so that's what's happening here. But uh, let's see. Let's go with the per game stats right now because I'm trying to see. Yeah, um, I have the overall stats from the games. I know, but I'm on basketball reference right now. I have it on the screen. So um, we can kind of see everything right here. So points per game at this point. Uh, Tyler's only played eight games. Yeah. So, But he leads at 22.9. Bam at 22.8. Jimmy, at my husband, at 21.4. Duncan at 15.1. Yep. He's, he's gonna get his due. He's gonna get his due. I'll let mm -hmm. you do triple J and first. Then, and now we and we got a rookie here. We got Jaime at 14 games played thus far, 9.6 points per game at this point. He's a rookie, right? He's starting out here, but at a 509 field goal percentage, um, he's got a 357 three point percentage right now, um, and is 
And he's in there, man. He's he's in. Let's see. Hold on. I'm trying to see his defensive stats here. He's got about 1.1 steals per game and 2.3 assists in a short amount of time. And 3.4 half of the games. 3.4 total rebounds, 2.2 defensive rebounds, and his uh, 803 point percentage right now. So this is just the start. He's 22 years old as well. And then, and then we got the rest of the guys, right? Um, Kevin Love, Josh Richardson. Haywood Highsmith. You know, yeah, uh, Haywood Highsmith. And then uh, Kyle Lowry's buried here at number nine in points per game at seven. Because he, he, but he's not taking a lot of shots, so this is fine, actually. He, he, well, he, be, uh, be a point guard, a facilitator. Just do that, yeah. right? You don't, you don't point, have to take I'll, a shot. I'll take it. Because there's rumors of the rumors they're trying to get um, Tyus Howard. I didn't realize he was older than or Tyus Jones. Jones. I didn't realize he was older than Kevin Love. Yeah, um, like, I, like I, Kevin Love, I think is our age. Yeah, he is our age. No, he's younger it's, than me. So, so he's my age, which <laughs> infuriates me that Kevin Love yeah. has been seasoned and he's a happy man. And there's yeah. me, I'm like, I don't know what my purpose in life is, guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just having a hard time. Just like you know, I literally paid some like 20 year olds at Geek Squad to just put on tempered glass on my iPhone when I could have done it myself if I wanted to wait a date, but I was just that lazy. Mm. Okay. All right, and then everybody that else here. At, at the end and then uh and they have they have Jovan over in uh the uh g league still he might be useful come playoffs let him get some seasoning we, we we'll need shooters yeah and then the heat have a fantastic development program now so there yeah, we go amazing. all so, right and honest is there baby so, just remember that so there's to him so yay Duncan Robinson, it, I, I don't know what happened. I think we had mentioned it when we were in the finals. I'm like, you know what? He had to be relied on. He got his number call. He's still getting his contract. We couldn't trade him because for some reason nobody wants him. I'm like, you know what? Go find me somebody who is getting 15 a game and averaging like four and five on mm. rebounds and assists coming into it. And is he a defensive liability? Sure. But it's basketball. Everybody kind of is a defensive liability against the studs. Mm. So where's the where, where's the concern? He plays essentially shooting guard and small forward, depending on the matchup. It, it's okay. If they hadn't played power forward, it'd be kind of terrifying. But um, okay. unless, I, I don't know how Spoh's doing his full reference, but I'll take it because we need people who are going to connect and go from there. Bam is doing better on the assists because I have accepted the fact, you know, Bam won me back last year, as you guys heard and remember hmm. and recall. And the issue was that, you know, he's never going to be the guy who's going to shoot the three, right? Mm -hmm. And all that stuff. But the whole thing, if you're big, learn how to, you know, learn how to pass in the post and he's had some good assist numbers that were coming in so i'm satisfied he yeah. is this is essentially going to be his franchise after jimmy's fully done about three years i think i, I give it three years for jimmy so you know and, and while we're here let's do like yeah. an all-around thing i'm on basketball reference i'm kind of interested right now to see where where we're at with all this stuff mm -hmm. um so we're, I'll, I'll go down the list here we got you know points per game at this point the the, the top three leaders you got joel Embiid at yeah. one uh, KD at two yep. 31.4 uh, points. Uh, Luca is at three. Yep. Um, and Steph has also got, he's averaging 30 at this point. Uh, I love Barry McCockner's hate on Steph. It's great. Yeah. Well, mm, it cracks uh, me up. Giannis is also at 30 points per game at this point, too. Uh, uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander over in OKC. Work, man. Yes. And he's having a very good season 29.6. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. In Cleveland, 29.2. Jason Taylor, 28. Cleveland's on, just saying, baby. Yeah. Uh, Jokic at 27.4. And at number 10, we got Tyrese Maxey 
Yeah. 27 I, points per game. How does it feel, James, uh, like James, James Harden to be like, oh, I need all this stuff. I'm the system. And all of a sudden, like the guy mm. that, you know, you were the primary facilitator. I'm like, they're like, nah, we'll go with Tyus. And he's just doing the work, man. Yeah. Good on him, man. Uh, let's see. And rebounds per game. We got Jokic at mm-hmm. 13.1. Uh, Sabonis, 12.7. And uh, AD at 12. And Rudy Gobert at 11.8. And then Mitchell Robinson, New York, 11.6. There we go. So that's the top Does Mitchell Robinson there. even count? Does anybody from the Knicks count? Well, they, they, for, you, you get those rebounds, Charles. He leads in offensive rebounds as well. So. Team. I mean, look, he is the perfect player for the Knicks. Um, for the Knicks and mm-hmm. perfect player for um, – give me the name. Give me the name. It's Franken on me because I haven't seen his face in a minute. Mr. Angry Face. Oh, that's the count. Thibodeau, Tom, yeah, yeah, for Thibodeau, because he had Joachim Noah, and that's essentially... He was able to get me to think that Joachim Noah could be and should have been an MVP consideration when he was only getting, like, nine points a game offensively, but the rebounds were at, like, 12, and then the blocks and defensive plays. So if you're a big, tall center who can rebound, Tibbs, is, you're his wet dream. Mm. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, and then we've got... Trying to figure out here. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, the Mitch Robinson leads in offensive rebounds. Jokic in defensive rebounds. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton uh, leads in assists per game. Uh, Trey Young is at two. He's at kind of ass, though, the shooting. Yeah, so that's why he's throwing it to the everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Fred Van Vliet is at uh, 9.2 out in Houston. I hate so, the fact that the Rockets were able to realize that their youth movement sucked. And they just signed, signed like mid-tier players and like, oh, yeah. we're competent. <laughs> yeah, uh, get some get some actual veterans and to actually fix that, which is what other teams. Yeah, I don't. It, it doesn't work in the NBA to have a, a team full of just rookies. Like, it, yeah, you tell need that some, to Detroit. You need some guys, right? You need a few guys that can be like, hey, this is how we do it. And yeah, I mean, like it's. Detroit's on pace to be having the worst record compared to the Charlotte Bobcats. I think they're yeah. still like two. Detroit's in that cycle. Orlando's always in that cycle too, right? Charlotte's in that cycle as well. It's that just, and they can't get good coaching there. Yeah, so, so none of that works. None of that actually works. Uh, let me keep going here. Yeah, that's why you don't see Pat Riley hates rookies. That's his yeah. whole thing. Is like the draft. That's why Jaime's like, what? Hold, hold on now, what? Yeah, we about his position on like rookies because you know magic wasn't a trade magic wasn't a free agent right mm. you know you started somewhere magic with johnson it. knowing that he was yeah exactly well, well that's what i'm saying when pat was coming in yeah so that's the whole thing but pat was not in you know where he took over with the heat he's never in a position to get that top three pick aside from wade you know sure. that moderate yeah, picks man was the one time yeah, and he's like, I'm just gonna build on that. Mm-hmm. Vets do matter. You don't overpay and bring in guys who just, you know, were suffering on the bench, but you do put in somebody. Fred Fleet's a good guy. He's a good player. You know, yeah, yeah it's not bad. Uh, let's see. Let's keep going here. We've got uh, steals. Got Shad Gilgis Alexander again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For a point guard, dude. Two point five per game. Paul George is always up here as well. Two point two. Jalen Suggs out in Orlando. And then uh, 2.1, Herbert Jones, New Orleans. Uh, Blocks got AD leads per game, 3.1. Brooke Lopez at 2. And Wembenyama at 3. I mean, he should with how tall he is. He should be able to block. That's your liberty height. Yeah. So 
And then field goal percentage, Mark Williams. Who? Out in Charlotte. And uh, Jacob Polt. Uh, Holtel? Yeah, from, Holtel. From is Toronto. he in Toronto? Yeah. Yes. And then Moritz Wagner. Well, those are all forwards and centers. Their games are just yeah. layups, dude. So, yeah, that's the problem with analytics. Like, when you yeah. really look at it, like, do you have a jump shot? Mm-hmm. Uh, but free throw percentage, <laughs> James Harden. Uh, yeah. He leads. Ha, ha, ha. Naz Reed in Minnesota. Devin Booker. And got Paul George, uh, a Kung Wu in Atlanta. There you go. Mm-hmm. And a three-point field goal percentage, Cameron Payne in Milwaukee. Oh, he's uh, over there. But I think he's just a reserve. Oh, he's not a reserve, but he's a second unit. Uh, so Jay like, Crowder mm-hmm. as well. He's hurt. Yeah. Uh, KD. And then Dylan Brooks at 500 what? right now, along with Al- along with Alex Caruso, Gary Harris, and Isaiah Joe and and Doug McDermott. Sounds to me like a lot of scrubs except for KD. Yeah, and then uh, let's see, uh, and then yeah, the rest of the stuff. I don't know, whatever. Uh, but what a bunch bunch of stats there. But that actually crossed us over to an one hour, Charles. So that 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 got us over the over the hump there. So it's a word from our non sponsors, people, places, and things and concepts that uh, we've been enjoying over the last week. So there's a fight happening right now, Charles, as, um, <laughs> yeah, there's this game between the, the Bruins and the Panthers. Someone's going to die. I'm telling you, someone's going to die. So yeah, figuratively speaking, right, and not not literally. But, yes, these, these, these teams uh, are out for blood. And, uh, ooh, man, they just threw him against the, like, that's the board. This is great, Charles. This is what hockey's about. This is what you're about to learn. For right, sure. Right. So, um, well, man, I was in Texas, uh, mm-hmm. recently, but I, I mean, I didn't really, uh, get much of a chance to do, enjoy anything about it in Dallas. I, I got there late. I, I flew Spirit. The flight got delayed by like an hour. So, and then like flew in. I, I got there like I was supposed to be there at 7.30. I planned it all out hoping I'd be there by 7.30 so I could have a nice dinner in Dallas and downtown and just kind of chill. But no, it was like 9.30. And I, had to, I had to order food, Charles. But I'm going to plug this. Because it's 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 been solid for me, t- actually like three times now. Um, late at night on DoorDash. Okay. Uh, it's. I don't think it's an actual restaurant. I think, Is it one of those from the kitchen thing? It, yeah, exactly. It's one of those things, but they're not fooling me like Buffalo Wild Wings did. But it's uh, it's something called the Meltdown. Okay. I just like the name of it. Yes, it's all it's grilled cheese sandwiches, Charles. It's, that's the <gasps> entire specialty. Oh yeah. Uh, let me go on because we talked about it, and this is where I got the idea. We talked about you mentioned something about grilled cheese on the group chat. Yeah, because I was kind of sick last week, so yeah. I had to have soup. Yeah, and yeah. then I just went with grilled cheese. You yeah, to, grilled, yeah, grilled cheese is always the, soup, the best always option. Good. Exactly. So. Uh, let me go on DoorDash itself, actually, because I think it's it's like a DoorDash thing that they they, they have stationed in, like, I guess I would assume major American cities. And 
and it's like their thing or maybe it's like a chain that only works with DoorDash exclusively because I, I can't I can't it might have you know what the funny thing was Charles mm. they came in Denny's boxes so it might actually be Denny's but unlike Buffalo Wild Wings I was not fooled they didn't get my order wrong they didn't like not give me the soda that I wanted and it was good as hell what was on the grilled cheese sometimes there's sexy variations got, of cheese sometimes I, there's bacon i got two sandwiches right. oh yeah that's right you always kind of like ham fist it you double you shotgun it basically well it's because like you can get the sides and stuff but i'm like i don't want fries like I'm, yeah I'm, I'm gonna have like empty whatever not empty calories but you know what i mean if i'm gonna do that i'd healthy. rather double fist it and just have two sandwiches instead of just the fries because if you you take a look at some stuff like the calories and stuff like that, it's fries not, are bad, man. I like yeah. I like fries, but you never fries eat the whole good. thing, guys. Fries are good, exactly. But like they, if you ever if you look at the freaking nutrition facts of these places, especially if you get fast food, I mean, yeah, the fries are usually more calories than the actual sandwich itself. Yeah, you've heard me give the whole diatribe. Uh, for, uh, the healthiest thing is Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, <laughs> and people hate that. I'm like, yeah. what? Because it's bad meat. I'm like, everything. Well, is bad I have meat, it baby. on the screen right now, Charles. So this is the meltdown. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm looking at that middle one. Is that some form of beef variation in there? So. Is that a roast beef melt? Well, so, Charles, this is what they had over there, too. It's the same menu, same thing. And I'm like, oh, it's the same thing we have in Miami. Okay, so then I figured out, okay, this is an actual thing that maybe just be DoorDash, might be Denny's. I don't know. But whatever it is, it's good because they have not failed me thus far it's hard to it's hard to screw up a grilled cheese sandwich i'll tell you yep. that much get some butter get some cheese get the pan out and just do that <laughs> just flip it over and you should be good to go um and they got a variety of different things they got fries of course uh and they've got breakfast sandwiches as well but i went with two charles um, I went with the the uh, talking turkey melt. Okay, always a good choice. Yeah, and yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you can be sexy with your grilled cheeses. You can add meat in there. We do not condemn you for that. So provolone cheese, sun-dried oh. tomato, mayo, uh, tomatoes, bacon, turkey, and of course on the the grilled bun and cheese and everything like that. And then I just had the simple, straight up cheese sandwich classic meltdown okay sharp white cheddar wisconsin provolone and american cheese put that between two buns butter them up and give them to me right that's yep. what i had and i i ordered enough where because they're 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 sizable sandwiches too yeah i saw that they're kind of very grand is yes. the word we'll say they're very sizable sandwiches i was able to eat half of the the grilled cheese half of the turkey one and then i'm like it was nighttime. It was like 10 o'clock by that point. And I was like, okay. And then woke up in the morning, took them out of the fridge. I'm like, breakfast. There we go. A perfect breakfast. Put them in the fridge, put them in the, in the microwave, and it was it was good to go. So I I, I forego, I forewent getting the the hotel breakfast because I'm like, I got this. And yeah. I want this. What was so, your hotel? Uh, I was at a AC hotel yeah i've been to them 
Yeah, I mean it was it was nice, especially the one in downtown Dallas. But but uh, I had woken up and I'm just like, uh, I don't feel like I don't feel like going downstairs right now. Sandwiches here. I'll just have this. But this was good, Charles. It was solid. It was solid there. It was solid here in Miami. That means they're solid pretty much everywhere, and I can recommend this to people. And I can't get screwed over like Buffalo Wild Wings screwed me over before. I so. literally love when you had that. I went to Buffalo Wild Wings the same way, just to spite you. <laughs> so <laughs> that's great. Um, uh, yeah, and then they got drinks and stuff like that over here too. So uh, promo code Ooey Gooey. Ooey Gooey. I am exercising my two, you know, of, of comboing. Right. For yeah, Andrew. I got it last time, so you you, you get it this time. So, because we're gonna go with the the good one before we have to get to the real one, right? So. I'm a child. I suffer from Peter Pan syndrome, as every person likes to tell me, because, you know, I just never want to grow up, mostly in my diet. You know, there's a lot of maturity in me, you know, as an attorney, as a 34-year-old male, as someone who likes to peek on some concept of self-awareness, not being a dick, nine, because that's the thing about the holiday season. It's like, don't be a dick, right? Ten, you should not be a dick. Eleven, but we tend to be dicks. Twelve, which also happens to be at the holidays, um, going from there. But... So I have satellite offices and I need snacks in my satellite offices. It's it's kind of mm. tough, man, to not have them. And, you know, I'm sick of going to the gas station and going to Wawa's and paying money for stuff that I don't need. I need sugar in my life because life is short and you're going to die. And if you do die, if there is a heaven or a hell or a purgatory, you don't bring your stomach with you. So you need to always occupy it with the proper amount of things. So I saw this on the back of my cosmic brownies from little w's i always tend to get and i was like oh not yet but maybe maybe you know one day soon maybe you know that kind of thing but i went to walmart on my lunch break last week because i had to get water cases of water for the house so i would just pick up at the satellite office one and i'm like well you know i need snacks my paralegal loves him some peanut m&ms which are great you know when you really want them so i just got the family size that was much cheaper than going to the gas station you know for a buck something more you get that and then i saw them so part one non-sponsor because you know I love cookies and cream ice cream. We love Oreos, we're essentially cookies and cream. Now I have had on my taste buds and in my gullet cookies and creams brownies by the Little Debbie folk because I think that's who bought over the name. Mm. Okay. And I am just salivating. Oh, and I left it at my satellite office. <laughs> you know, and I regret leaving it at my satellite office because I will not be there till next Tuesday. But you make sure the date of expiration is good. But you need a little snack every now and then, guys, on an eight, nine so hour this is work little day. Debbie? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. And I sent you the pic of it so you saw, oh, you know, what I was dealing with. And I was like, I was like, Wreck It Ralph. I'm like, I'm a wreck it. And boy, did I. And I brought one even to my dad and I gave it to him. He's like, whew, whew, because you do taste on the buds. Because, you know, sometimes my concern. All right. So as this they is getting very it, dangerous, Charles. I'm on the Little Debbie website. Yeah. I was like, hey, they got all the here. Christmas stuff right now. Oh my God! Trees. Yeah, dude, the Christmas trees are delicious. I can't yes. wait for it. Like, I will buy one thing. And but, um, I like me some oatmeal cream pies. For right, sure. mm -hmm. right. So, you know, like everything, a little Debbie's does. Them and Tasty Cakes yeah. are always just, you know, always they're separate. always commendable. They're always supportive. They, they never fail you. Let me see this. So we're, not, let's, we're, we're going down this. This is the rabbit hole. Yeah, now, Charles. You, 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 yeah, I think you have to go under new products because I think I saw new products there Let where you would see. see it. Apparel merch. They got merch. 
I'll, I'll wear it. I'll wear I got to see the little Mer Debbie merch. I think, I think I sent you the meme from NXT where Von Wagner brings, the, when he goes to have uh, dinner with the Stone family, he just brings in Cosmic Brownies. He's like, I brought brownies. And it's like Cosmic Brownies. Um, uh, they got the three cake earrings. If I had my earrings still, I, I would. I they would got an inflatable you can stick outside your yard. They got. Yeah, I'm not paying 100 bucks for it, but, you know. Yeah, Nutty Bar T-shirt. They got uh, all the Christmas stuff right now. What is? They have a candle that smells like the oatmeal cream pie. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. They have a candle that smells like the Christmas tree cake. Yeah, screw your Yankee candle. You know what I would do? I would give that to every friend who's on a diet. They have a honey bun candle. Ooh, listen, I haven't had a good honey bun in a minute, but those things <laughs> when I was like 12 years old, I would just attack it. And this is why I'm a danger to myself, mm. man. It's like, I look into it. I'm like, diabetes. They you know, have... diabetes needs means you have to diet. Like, it has its namesake in it, too, if you pronounce mm. it properly. I'm not doing it. So, the, the, the concept on it, as you continue to search it so you see it, journal. is you would think that it's going to have a powdery kind of stale taste in your mouth, and it's not. It's just pure sweetness. It's pure sugar. It's pure. It's not creamy like the cookies of cream, but it obviously has the affect to it. Um, think of it. I, th I think the best way to explain to it, imagine, and this is the only way, because I, I, one day I'll send it to you. Maybe I should for you and Andrew as my Christmas gift to you guys. Imagine like evaporated like, Charles, you can get socks back. for work. I have enough socks. I have enough socks. I have you can get an oatmeal socks. cream pie sock. <laughs> yeah, that was the Nutter Butters. Go to the gym with that. I would get the Cosmic Brownies, man. <laughs> you know, my, my love for them. Because I love All a good right. Cosmic Brownie. That's what your know, coworkers get me for my birthday and for Christmas. They literally give me the family size. All right, so I'm looking for it now. Where are we at? Ooh, uh, I'm, are... I'm pausing my computer so I can over my game so I can I'm just look at it. With it. Man, they got more stuff than I have realized. Yeah, they they have it all there. You might have to just uh, Google it, man. Um, uh, yeah, I'll just search it here on the website. What's it called? Uh, just the uh, cookies and cream brownie. Okay, let's go brownie and see what happens. It's new, new, huh? Yeah, like new, new. Uh -huh, brownie. Let's see, little Debbie snack box. Okay, oh, yeah, I'll just Google it then because I guess their their website is mainly right now. It's all Christmas stuff, so we can't find yeah. it here. That's all they got right now. So I'll, I'll just Google it, but let's go. Let's go. So Little Debbie. Let's see. Gosh darn it. Right already. You can keep talking. Oh, um, <laughs> so the taste is good. The sweets are good. It, it tastes like evaporated. It tastes like an evaporated form of the cream. From the from the Oreo cookies, which is good. I feel like evaporated milk that goes from there. So it, it's palatable. The brownie is big. It's strong. I got the family size of it for like you know four bucks, five bucks, whatever. So there's like a pack of twelve calories are gonna kill you. It's two hundred ninety calories with like fifty grams of carbs and sugars a pop. But as I tell everybody, when I indulge in my manic eating episodes, I'm not here for a. Uh, a long time i'm here for a good time mm. and that's usually it is when it comes to my stomach but it, it is good man it is a contender of always being the I'm rotation if gonna, oh this if, is what it looks like huh? yeah yeah if they're gonna permanently keep it in the rotation you, you know it, it you don't taste really like the the cookie aspect of it but it's still oh my mouth's salivating mm -hmm. I, this is why i hate talking about like food as a non-sponsor i don't have it here yeah it's good, man. Very dangerous. I, yeah, I want them to kind of keep around. I want them. I have like a whole bunch of Halloween candy, but it's not the same. Everyone's like, "You have candy at the house. Why don't you just bring it?" I'm like, "It's not the same, man." I'm click on one of these videos here. Um, Trying the the cookies and cream. 
okay, that's just, come on, man, stop. And the thing about the cosmic brownies is they're 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 seminal. They they are a all timer, but I always feel like they're kind of too tiny now. You know what I mean? Mm. I eat them like three bites. Going from there, I see, I see. All right, so we got these two mm. dudes. They're they're gonna try it out. Let me see. They got some memes, and okay, they look. Yeah, okay, typical squares. All right. Yeah. Uh, you see, I, I kind of wish these were these guys were kind of like the report of the week. With, yeah, with his his the, fast food the, reviews, he'll show it to you. Yeah. You know that type of thing. Uh, hold on, let me go on this this YouTube thing. Oh, just what? All right, this I mean. dude. All right, so he's got the packet there. He's opening it. Okay. All righty. He's explaining, explaining. It was skip, skip, skip. Seems skip. like he's happy. He exactly looks like your uh, business dude that you always tell. Yeah, me. he kind of looks like him. Yeah, yeah. He's the he's, like he's the American hair. he's the American crew cut. Yeah. All right, he's got a Goku thing on the right. Uh, so and a Mario Christmas Mark Brock. I can't uh, trust him if he would actually enjoy. The boy is like real thin. He's a Seahawks fan, but but uh, okay. he, he gave a thumbs up, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Looks, I mean, he said, it looks look, it's good. got a thumbs up uh, from me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's all that matters to it. Looks, it looks, it looks very enticing. I, I would implore you to try it. I would implore you to buy it. I would implore you. You're, mm. you're, listen, tomorrow's Thanksgiving to anybody who <laughs> is actually listening on the Wednesday episode of Dio do Pavo Dos, right? Mm. To go bring that, you know, to your families because everybody's going to be pumpkin pie. My mother's allergic to pumpkin pie, so we can't really do pumpkin pie, guys. So mm. give the alternative for anybody who can't have those kind of pies. The pecan pie, eh, not my, not my style, right? It's okay, but I'd rather just have the pecans by themselves, right? Just me if you're going to do that. Pralines. That's the good stuff. Yeah, That's the good stuff. Good, yeah, pralines is where it's at. Dangerous. Very dangerous. A yeah. lot of calories. They're nuts. Yeah, been in New Orleans, you know, and I was like, yeah, you know, and, you know, get them as a gift for people because you, 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 you know, you know, they like sell them the at Publix in the in the things, and is it the same though? I know, but it's really but brittle, but it's not bad. Like if you go to the malls, like the good malls, like mm-hmm. you know, Sawgrass, PGA, Miami Mall, they'll have like candy shops, mm-hmm. like the old school stuff, so you can go from there and get it. Um, but yeah, yeah, ten out of ten. Like go from there. There we go. So a promo code for that, um, you know, promo code Fatboy. That's <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it that way. Or Peter Pan. Well, we'll just keep Fatboy because that's what I am. That's why I work out, guys. It's not because of the fact that you know I'm van I'm vain. It's because of the fact that the stuff that I put into my body mm. is not healthy. Number two, and we did this last year, and I would be remiss to do it again and not do it again this year. It's a Black Friday, and. It's Ooh, different now. It's the concept of Black Friday. It's the concept of Black Friday, right? It's not where we're doing doorbusters. You can't catch me at 34. So this is this is basically person. I just want to I just want to preface this real quick. I just got to prep everybody. Like this is this is not this is a non-sponsor, but it's also a actual segment that we're planning on talking about. So it's it's yeah. a mix of both. So let's I'm, we're I'm here. To, we're yeah, here now. We're, 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 yeah, well, we have to. We'll get to the petty train, sure. Sure. You know, we we do have to break it up because you can't go on one thing. But the concept Black Friday, for mm-hmm. me, I like it not because you actually get better deals, right? You you don't anymore. I'm just gonna right? go on cheap you, ass gamer and we'll just yeah, yeah. Or I just spawn you. <laughs> Poor Francisco, you guys don't understand. There's three times a day where this man and Andrew get and my other group just get bombarded with everything I get from it from the Twitter, um, lunchtime. 
like the 40 minutes before I get off work and then maybe like eight o'clock at night when I'm past the gym. And a lot of it's just deals. But my whole thing of how I've utilized for several years is that I don't like paying full price for video games. I understand the developers and the people who work on it deserve all the money. I'm not paying 70 bucks. That is a meal. That is alcohol. That is travel money. It's all that stuff. So I, I hustle. I, I chussle it <laughs> for it. Um, we'll talk about that later on uh, for a lot of things, trade market. Um, but the concept is that, you know, I'll, I'll at least get sales when you tend to have the money. Why? Because you always know Black Friday and a birthday and Christmas is always going to be set around the same time or Hanukkah is going to be set around the same time. So you can save going to things. Do you get these doorbuster deals? What I need people to understand, you're never going to get something that's $150 for two bucks. I, I think you're kind of dumb if that's your belief, right? If you're like me, though, who utilizes a lot of gift cards credits visa gift cards spare cash mileage checks stuff like that i will put it to there for the games and only for the games i just bought a new phone first time like six years plus and i wasn't looking for any i'll be dead in the water before you catch me at apple store day after thanksgiving coming into i was i just needed a phone but you know i was an express a couple weeks ago i bought them that sweater and that polo that honestly polo looking good man right because it was a buy one get one for i'm like fine it incentivizes me to appropriate my closet to clean out some stuff to bring it in right last year i got a couple suits that's where we gave express their love right that was my non-sponsor last week and also builds my gaming library for the next year and and papa's getting new headsets this is the last time you're gonna hear on this end unless something happens it's gonna come in friday and it was the 30 percent deal so i can't non-sponsor the steel series yet because i haven't had it but mm. I feel like I got the ultimate win from Black Friday because it's not always about the Black Friday deals, but it's about the sales that come in collision of it. They were doing 30% off on 180 bucks is a substantial amount of money that you're saving. You're saving 30% 180, that's 125. And then now their Black Friday sale for it is 135 plus with tax, obviously, and shipping. So guess what that means? I still save more. It's the competitive nature of it. And mind you, there wasn't a lot of games to buy. I haven't bought movies in a while, but it's because like, unless it's something I really need to own and I want the 4K visual, it'll be on a mm. streaming and that's okay. Pissed at Nintendo and you know why, mm. because damn it, just put Metroid on there, but it, it allows me to kind of, I like the concept of Black Friday because it allows me to build my gaming library for the next several months. Because really what happens is now is that they're set at the prices where they're going to be five months from now if they're like PlayStation games. The mm -hmm. Nintendo games being at 30, you just have to jump on it. I picked up Kirby, Return to Dreamland. You know, I, I took a nap, so Best Buy, I missed their thing because I've been running on three hours of sleep. Plus, I did the gym at five in the morning. So, you know, mm -hmm. I, I was tired. I had to, to do the show. I had to take a nap. But, you know, if I was able to switch it, I'm thinking about Fire Emblem, right? Three, if three, But they they took it off, but GameStop has it. I'm thinking about exercising, using my gift card for the greater good because I could just trade stuff in, right? Mm -hmm. So... I like the concept because it helped me build a gaming library at a cheaper expense because I want you guys to really contemplate. If I had to pay full price for a gift card on those games, that really wipes out the gift card. Most gift cards are 25, 50, or 100, right? Sometimes. So, you know, today's purchase was, you know, $127. If I had to get a new, because the thing is, Apple changed their stuff to use a USB charger. So I was like, okay, whatever residuals I had to pay, like the 24 bucks was really because of that. And then maybe tax, right? But they basically get three games that are within recency because Kirby had just came out. Return of Dream came out, what, five months ago, four months ago? At yeah. most. Yeah. I mean, and then Final Fantasy. Yeah. Final Fantasy 16 came out. And then I picked up Jedi Survivor, which kept out in February. And it only cost me like, you know, 99 bucks and using my gift cards wiped out. I messed up. So I thought I had more money and I forgot that I used one of my electronic gift cards on Hogwarts Legacy and for my eShop card. 
So I, I, I dropped the ball. So that's why I had to pay just a little bit. And I, even Black Friday was good for what? NHL that we're going to play. So that's why I like it because it helps me with my um, with my clothing selections. Because, you know, you, you you should buy new clothes, right, every couple of years. I, and that was the thing I was telling you about it. As attorneys, we're just stuck buying new clothes for the profession. But maybe you want to wear stuff that, you know, is different. So the same, you know, uh, genre if you can, right? And then mm. it builds my game life. So that's why I like it. It's not something I utilize for purchasing gifts for other people i really just give you money i'll buy you a card i'll give you money or i'll buy lunch for you or dinner at a different set period of time and you know maybe get you guys some liquor or sweets but nothing from there but i like black friday for that expense because it really helps me be a gamer to continue being gaming mm. because i think if you don't utilize like that because i don't have a pc so this is my final thought on it and why i appreciate it if i don't utilize it for that I'm working on chance that the game might one day go on sale and I might lose interest on it. It might make me just not want to game as much because if I have to pay full price for a lot of stuff, whether it's coming on Charlesing and doing the chussel or just, you know, paying out the cash, I'm not going to be in something because I'm going to have to be what fiscally responsible mm. <laughs> to me. So that's why I like it. So promo code, you know, uh, promo code, you know, chussel, chussel. There we go. Chussel. Trademark yeah trademark yeah. yeah i'm just going down throughout this down the list here mm -hmm. of return dreamland came out february so oh. to be able to get a switch game that they're full marketing out only in like eight months events half off is the win for me mm -hmm. and yeah then it got all this other stuff here for black friday deals and this is just within this was just within the last eight hours, Charles. And they're just this is this is their time of year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have not even looked at Walmart because I don't have Walmart gift cards, like, so I just dissuade like from it. RE4 for PS5 and Xbox. It's a good deal for 30 for bucks. 30 bucks. I think that's worth it. You guys should play that game. That's that was a non-sponsor. That's gonna be in my top three, Street four, Fighter five. Six for 30 bucks right now. I'm looking at it, but the thing is that I'm not gonna play anybody online. Because I'm gonna get my ass uh, 14 handed to me. Mm, yeah, and I'm not interested in getting it on PC. So yeah, it, I think it would be too buggy. Yeah, uh, then you know they got a bunch of other stuff, but but yeah, Nintendo Switch Sports not worth it, dude. So I'm just telling you. I know I'm not, I'm not I'm not. It's it, 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 it was it was a flash in the pan, mm -hmm. and I accept that it was yeah. the greatest flash in the pan that we ever did. N Nintendo just did not. I, 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 they promised too much and they didn't deliver. So, are you proud I didn't buy an Xbox? Well, you haven't. No, I'm. I'm looking for you. I'm looking out for you in the long run. You have the PS. You're, you're not wrong. And I, I, I do want you to put GameStop out of business. Yeah. So, so I, I want that to happen. So that's like the thing I'm expecting in 2024 around this time of year. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I want yeah. them to be jealous of me. I'm on the fence about Sonic Superstars because I've seen some for forty or thirty-five, but I feel like I just get that for free as the one Christmas gift. You know? Yeah, like, that the, and that's fine. Thing. I mean, um, as far as Sonic is concerned, you've got um, oh, you got. The... Oh, I didn't sponsor, but everybody play Frontiers. It's a seven and a half. Uh, I, okay. I think I went with a seven. It's yeah. a seven seven and a half. It's the point five is for the joy I enjoyed from it around this island. Um, I should have spawn. I think it, maybe it was worthy of being a non-sponsor. Taking a three, Sonic Frontiers, play it. Promo code, you know, um, side loop. There you go. I, I had to. It was fair. There Ooh, we go. UFC's forty. Interesting because my nephew got it. 
and I'm, I, you know, I want to hand him his ass. 16. Okay. There we go. I don't. I don't know if I want to pay forty for it, but that's the cheapest. So I'm not paying fifty. Here, here's the thing about the PlayStation games. They're now at seventy. Yep. So when they drop down to twenty bucks at fifty, it's really just the same price of what I was paying a generation before. That's not a benefit. That's why I didn't pick up Assassin's Creed Mirage, because it was fifty and then the sale is forty. I'm like, no, I need at least twenty-five bucks to be safe. I ate Final Fantasy because I'm like, okay, if it was seventy and it's forty and it's on a gift card, then that's fine. Saving thirty bucks, I'll take it. It's going to be the price of that's going to be the price a year from now for it. So let me just get it now. Mm-hmm. So I've utilized so far one deal, Charles. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, and and this is actually the thing I I had been anticipating as well, uh, because I, I I you know, I uh, have the PC and Epic Games does their coupon at the end of the year every year. And this year they did it. They did it just started, so it, it happened. And we were sitting there. I was waiting to pull the trigger with you, but you, you're like you're still waiting. You're still waiting. But uh, the coupon came out, and a brand new game is now thirty three bucks. I'm like that came out a month ago, and I'm like oh must jump oh, hell. now. So Alan Wake two is now in the backlog. It's in the library. And we're waiting on it. It's, it's added to the true backlog right now, and I'm just I'm just waiting to to play through the other game, and then we're you know the moment we'll, that you we'll, say we're probably the strike, gonna do it at the same time. Yeah, yeah the moment you say it that it's time, then then I'll know. I'll yeah. know it's time to delve into the darkness. To the dark and, and that that's where a sneak preview of what you guys are gonna see as we um, go 2.0 mm. is. It, there's gonna be some quality gaming maybe it depends we're professionals but it's gonna be like you know side by side not co-oping it's co-oping in spirit it's like a book club yeah well i think sense. i think the yakuza i i like the yakuza gig that we're gonna do kwami is definitely happening in 2024 yeah. and i think you can get me on kwami too and i think yeah. you can get me maybe on infinite wealth and the man who um can't escape his name yeah when they're on the good price you know, I, I, I like that. I, 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 we did it in January, kind of crossing over into it. And I like that concept. And then Alan Wake, you know, I like Remedy, you like Remedy. And then the Pokemon thing Wait, could I be can real. Get Alan Wake in Fortnite because I bought it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And Fortnite, I heard, is more better for everybody now. So, you know, it, it's there. And we could do the Pokemon <laughs> thing too because I will be starting Scarlet tomorrow because. I know about because this is going to transition to Thanksgiving. My thoughts on it for anybody mm. who has to be stuck with being with people that you normally don't go past two hours and 30 minutes with, the Switch is for you, or maybe the Steam Deck, but the Switch is for you because you, it's easy to mobilize. You can play it from there. Pokemon, something you sent that me, a, you sent me that thing for like a different machine from like Asus. Is it from Asus? Something like yeah, that? Asus, yeah. yeah, that has like yeah, a, but it, a, a lot of machine. Yeah, a lot of people were like, no. And my whole thing is like it, the next big purchase, obviously the iPhone was needed. And, you know, because it's I, I wanted a better camera. I want to take pictures of my animals. I want to take a picture of my niece and stuff like that, my nephew and do all this stuff. And also I wanted a better battery life. So when I upgrade in technology, I don't like to up, upgrade a generation behind them. Just keep to it now and keep consistent until I fade away. I am contemplating next year an OLED Steam Deck as long as I could dock it to Ramona to have my own playable PC because I just can't build a PC tower considering the fact that I have small living space. Yeah, and I mean, and I, I get it. Monster. But I, I've always felt like those PC portables 
mm-hmm. right now because I guess that's that's what they they are now, right? Yeah, that's not um, truly what it is. It's not gaming laptop. It's not that. It's it's an actual portable thing that's kind of like the Switch, but I always felt like that was always for people that like had the massive Steam library and they're just they're just tired of lugging around. Yeah, I mean, you see them. They always carry around the entire tower with them. I or, can beat that guy. Or they would buy a gaming laptop, but that was really just kind of unwieldy too because they're, they're big and thick and you mm-hmm. only really use them for one thing and, and at that point. So I think for some people, it just from convenience sake, they wanted that machine. So And they have like a Steam library that they you know, go on like 15, 20 years of of stuff that they can uh, that they just have a big library of it but even then I, like even for me I, I don't feel like I want to take my PC games with me I mean yeah. I tried it out this this in the trip in Texas where Half-Life is free if you if you have you know a PC and you want to play that and I'm like okay I, I was I, I kind of played it, my, my stuff out with Mario and I was like ah, I, don't, I don't feel like Finishing it off now, 100% of it, Charles. It's over. I'm yeah. surprised you didn't. Well, you non-sponsor it last week, so that that's fair. I did, but uh, I finally 100%ed it, and it was it was a doozy at the end to try and get it. You know um, what trips me up? Side note on Sonic, it is actually still selling for 30 bucks when I got it for Black Friday on 30 bucks last year. So mm. that that's the reason why now you just can't expect the low end deals. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to expect where it's going to be so you can play it early. I will play the DLC like you talked about when I'm in the lull quick eight hours knock it out but even then like with the the okay so going back to the pc on the go like uh, the stuff that's on pc that that you would want a pc's power for are for games that you don't really take on the go in a way Mm. so like that's the thing with like nintendo games as far as the way they design their games is mainly so you can just hey put in you can put it in 30 minutes, you can put it in an hour, and then you can put it away while you're out and about, right? Or you're mm-hmm. on a plane, things like that. Even Zelda Tears of the Kingdom was kind of built that way, where, mm-hmm. you know, hey, uh, you go over there, and to the left is this cave, and you'll spend like an hour in that cave, and then you'll pop out of the cave, and that's it, right? So that that was the thing with with that. Like with PC games, like I can't imagine playing Alan Wake on the go. <laughs> so it's like the equivalent of having two mouths. You only yeah. need one to eat something. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of like what did in the PS, the PlayStation Vita. And yeah. I've never, I've never seen that in the wild. I, I never knew anybody who had a Vita. Yeah, yeah, I don't know anybody who owned the PlayStation Vita. It looked pretty cool. I used to have a PSP. Yeah, I remember uh, people who had PSPs. I just yeah. remember like borrowing my friends so I could play the Dragon Ball game on there. Yeah, because your boy loves his DBZ. But the Vita, I never saw it because they were they were advertising that thing. It's the PS3 on the go, and and like nobody owned it nobody cared nobody wanted it nobody wanted that experience on the go and like 3ds was not as great as the ds to a lot of people but it didn't yep, sell as I much agree. I agree. but but even then nintendo still was able to sell like 60 million of those things can you so, imagine when nintendo because my theory on the uh the switch 2 is that they're gonna have a hot spot or a, their own portable wi-fi but you just buy their subscription plan mm, you're like oh shit i mean i don't i they're gonna ex- they're, they're, no there's always a possibility look the minute they start branching out to making movies and tv shows they're going to become more of a multimedia aspect okay because what's better than having money more money and if you have pants you yep. have four pockets yeah. 
Yeah, and they're they're now more open to do the stuff that the other companies are doing now. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing like they're oh we're doing our own weird thing on the side here because they don't really have a head that was like like Iwata when you know he's dead, but uh, he was kind of like that guy that was he was a gamer yeah. and a businessman, yeah. and now they just got businessmen. So like, yeah, okay. and like and Phil or Reggie was you know he yeah. was great for the he was innovation. Also, yeah, he was a gamer too, and you know he was he was that type of like um, guy that could like understood the culture i guess but now we've got i don't know they got this guy named bowser i don't know nothing about this guy he just seems like a guy he's like, bowser yeah yeah that's that's cool and all but uh, but regardless but anyways the the pc stuff i'm like okay I, I can't see the portable stuff maybe in the future but i mean my laptop is fine i think uh, my, my i think the you found me one that was that like this laptop that i have here the one I that found you found, you, yes, yeah. you found it on Best Buy. It had like a little gaming aspect to it because I was like a Ryzen chip or whatever inside of mm-hmm. it. And when I first booted it up, it that's what it came out to. It was like a like a like a dashboard for gaming. I'm like, okay, yeah. for cloud gaming too, mainly because that's like the thing now. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So it it does good in a pinch. It does good in a pinch. Ran, you know, Half Life. You know, Half Life's like 25 year old game, so it should run well. But like. Um, I've, I've ran some pretty good stuff on there. I'm like, okay, that, it, it's solid for what I need on the go. If I just feel like doing my stuff on, um, uh, on the road and I don't want to do anything on my switch or anything like that. So, yeah. uh, we're at one thirty-seven. All right. So Turkey time, Charles. Yeah, we are here. Let's do it. So, uh, I'm going tomorrow to, uh, my folks and my sister, my sister called me and was like, yeah, we're doing the pigs in the blanket. We're doing the all-day eating thing where, you know, we... we mm, like, I haven't had pigs in a blanket in so long. But it's basically like we're not all waiting for the big thing at the end. You know, like she'll, she, she'll make... The, the plan is, okay, we'll have little bits of things and it's a run-up to the grand finale, right? So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's how we do Thanksgiving. So we're not all waiting there. It's like, don't eat too much, because then you won't have enough for the turkey at the end. It's like, nah, nah. You marathon it. Yeah, exactly. This You pace yourself throughout the day. Eat a little bit here. You know, burp and whatever. Do what you got to do to relieve yourself in the meantime. And then uh, you'll, you'll be ready for the grand finale. It might even be better for yourself, because you're going to have leftovers anyways. So I don't go ham on the turkey. I go ham on the ham, Charles. Mm-hmm. I just get a turkey leg. That's my thing, and get my mashed potatoes. That's my thing as well, and uh, that, that's really all I need to be honest. But Charles, I I have a I have a question for you. Tell me, DMA. What, what are your thoughts on cornbread? I love cornbread. Oh, Absolutely love cornbread. I, Live I, by the cornbread, die by the cornbread. Like I can I, have it dry, I can have it with the butter. I love cornbread. Yes, like um, and that's the Pol- that's the Polk County boy. <laughs> You're about to get the y'all like the accent yeah. from living there. And yes, I do have a little bit of a southern accent around southern people because I've been mm. there for five years, so it does pop out. But that's that's mm. like a thing that I've also noticed here in the uh, like at the Sedanos, they sell the cornbread here too, and that's not bad either. I love cornbread. So it's. It's a staple that I feel like that my sis, like my my family, like our Thanksgiving, I've kind of been noticing. I'm like, 
we should have cornbread here. <laughs> why do we not? We have some biscuits and some stuff like that, but I can, feel like... Can I, can I tell you why you never why? see a lot of it in the Spanish households? Have you ever had capcheta before? Uh, it's Venezuelan, so I would think you have. I, I would have... Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, okay, all right. So what what, what is what is the what it's, what is your predict your your my my thought process yeah. is because uh, I don't know how to spell it and I, I gachapas sorry there we, there we go there we go I think that's where people view it as being like a cornbread tradition you know it had you know it's like they call like fry depending how it makes it like if you go to Boca's down in Pembroke or something like that some people might say this is basically their equivalent of cornbread I'm like not really not guys. Really. I mean, this is I mean it's basically. It's like a corn pancake that you kind of fold it on itself. Yeah, well, it, it's cornmeal, you know, coming into it. I so know, like, but but it, or a, or a differently shaped arepa. Yeah, well, that, essentially. That's, yeah, that, that's how I view it as, like you know, maybe white people don't like cornbread because I've never seen it in like Hispanic. It's households. like they wanted to make a quesadilla with the arepa stuff, and they're like, "Well, mm -hmm. this is how we're gonna do it." And and it's which good is not for bad. It is. I'm you know whatever. I'm uh, I don't I love the material that we make. I'd have us out of, and I, I, yeah. I would love that in different shapes, yes. But love cornbread. But, but that over uh, as a replacement for cornbread? Nah, those are two no, very no. distinct things. Well, I'm not saying it's a it's a takeover. I've never seen it. Oh, okay. That's the reason why they oh, won't okay. do it. Yeah, well, I've never seen a kachapa on a Thanksgiving. Dude. I'm, just, I mean, I'm talking about it, traditional Thanksgiving. My I, was demanding, I was demanding lechon. I was thinking about driving to North Palm, yeah. finding a local thing for lechon. Yeah, because I'm yeah. like, you're giving me ham. You're, and I'm like, Terry, I'm like, let me get the little pig suckling, please. The meat is just so sweet and marinated. It, it, that's true as well. I love lechon. Oh. My dad doesn't. Can, can we? My father doesn't like lechon. Oh. Doesn't you are a Colombian? You lived in Colombia for nine years. You moved to Jackson Queens. He, he's the American guy. He's like, I like hot dogs and hamburgers. I don't like this. I'm like looking at them. I'm about to drop my old phone. I was like, I'm about to square down. I'm about to hit my father. <laughs> I was about to hit my father for the ancestors. <laughs> for the ancestors, like do you like lechon? Oh man, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. man. Jeez, yeah, I'm yeah. Cuban Miles Morales over here. Yeah, exactly. Lechon, <laughs> <laughs> man, is everything. Like, I can understand if you told me you're like chicharrones. I'm like, well, you, you shouldn't eat the whole thing, as we talked about. But yeah, so I, I've, cornbread. I've, I've taken the picture at the the presidente, and I've shown you the the big leg of the, the, the you know of lechon there. And I, I've thought about purchasing it just yeah. to have it in my refrigerator, but I'm yeah. like. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> not, uh, I'll just get the chicken and I'll, and I'll just leave it at that. Lechon for people who, who are actually listening to it, and we thank you for listening on a random Wednesday for our two subscribers. But it, it's it, it's marinated pork. I, I always called it like pork asada. You know what I mean? It's not correct to say it, but it's kind of correct. But it usually is like the roasted pig suckling, but it's more tender meat. And there's places I've gone to where obviously it's not pig suckling. It's just or baby pig. It's just whatever. It's a pig. And I don't question it; just tastes good. Mm. You know, it's, it's the Taco Bell of pig. <laughs> but I, it's just some things that I, I was just thinking about that are Thanksgiving staples. Because for the most part, my I family, yes. my family has adopted all of the American Thanksgiving isms. Oh, it's, a, it's the American household. Granted, here I am getting ready for rice and um, gondolas, right? Yeah, I mean, and we, but. But even then, like I'm just thinking of our last year. I'm like, we didn't really have anything that was out of left field that was uh, okay. This is 
like we're not we're, you know we're not bringing um i don't know the, the mondongo or the milanesa or whatever or just something yeah. different out of this so that's that that was the thing and then we're not you're not getting the fish head exactly which is yeah. the ultimate the, hispanic thing yeah so uh gosh man i haven't had one of those in a while either i know because I, I, i've done it and mm. i don't like myself for doing it you really know, supposed, do you feel yeah. bad about the fish with the fish no head? it's just it's looking at me you're you, supposed to just you get self-conscious over it yeah i'm like i'm like, really? I'm, like yeah, I'm like i'm peeling the skin i don't like fish like that all i, the time I think of it as an, an in the native american sense where this fish has given itself to me and i will i will respect this creature <laughs> yeah. yeah you're also bigger on the seafood than i am but like i i have had fish but i think it's i'm so used to it being black and stuff like that and what people don't understand is when we're talking about the fish head it's just deep fried mm. just deep fried deep fried and lemon plain and simple yeah but that's all you need you know all right charles so uh, what, what is, okay, so that was my thoughts on cornbread. Any of your thoughts on on Thanksgiving in general? Now that we're here, I'll, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the Charles's the the Trujillo. You know, I'm saying it the the way I shouldn't be saying it. The Trujillo. That's how I say it. the Trujillo Thanksgiving tips. The Charles Charles the True style. Um, I always bring merriments. I have brought okay. Jefferson Reserve bourbon for family members because Walter, my brother-in-law, is uh having his cousin come up. So I'm like, I like them. I'll go from there and I'll bring sweets. You know, everybody's gonna bring sweets, but I'll bring sweets that I think will alter it. But they usually bring sweets too, because they live in Broward. So they'll bring like empanadas and, you know, the guava pastries and stuff like that. I'm like, I kiss you on the mouth right now. <laughs> yeah. I love you guys. We go. go from there. And then for the kids, you know, when they bring their children, I'll, I'll try to bring in something or I'll do the activity. So there, there's one, bring my switch and I'll try to have the, you know, to, to get them to kind of play around if they're not bored or anything like that. I, I always, we love the mashed potatoes. We know about the day where the earth shook <laughs> when I didn't have mashed potatoes. And I was what about year to fight was my that? family. Like what three year? years ago, four years ago. Was I, that I think it was like pandemic? year. Was that pandemic? No, no, it was before the pandemic. Okay. All it right. was before the pandemic. I think it was like year four, you know, when we were coming. Cause I, I came on board December. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I had missed it. I think like I yeah, was there yeah. in spirit guys. I'm like texting the guys my thoughts, Tis but true. I was like insecure about like, I don't know how to talk. And I'm like, I can talk. It's fine. Um, but always big on that. I don't care for turkey, so I'm bringing the hot sauces. I'm bringing the hot sauces. At 34 years mm. old, if you're going to sit at the kitty table in the family, you should be allowed to eat comfortably because I don't like turkey. It is dry. Even if I get the dark meat, and the only way you should eat it is the dark meat. Anybody who told you the white meat is basically supporting the Ku Klux Klan, okay? Plain and simple. You get the dark meat for the juices, but I'm bringing those variety pack hot sauces. I'm only bringing the two I open. I can't open five hot sauces because you know that, that stuff takes time. I'm bringing the ghost pepper. Okay. And I'm bringing the extra hot, the Melinda's, and I'm gonna put some seasoning on there. That and I understand. On, that was on my mind, actually. Yep. Finish yep. your yep. thought. Talk and so I, I told people, I'm like, it's okay. My father supposedly making the turkey. My sister texted me. Rebecca's like, do you want mac and cheese? I'm like, why would you ask this question <laughs> on Americana to begin with? We were literally just talking about it. But what you already took from me, mashed potatoes, for one thing. Are you not going to put mac? Who hates mac and cheese? I can understand hating dry mac and cheese. Like, I do not like Walmart or Publix's mac and cheese. I think it's actually woefully overrated because, one, it's too wet. Because the 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 water, the condensing of how hot it is, because they keep it for hours on end, and the cheese is kind of cheese is kind of like you know dried up glue. But you give me a good set of mac and cheese, I'm in heaven. That's why I love every barbecue joint. I can go there. So I need that. I need cornbread. I need my yeast rolls. My mother's like, oh, I'm gonna make yeast rolls to go from there. I'm like, absolutely, mm. by all means. People are like, people are working like, do you cook? I'm like, I'm too lazy. I have made turkey before. Um, 
it, it takes too long for me to care about it. And the thing is, that's when I was like 18 and 20 and not becoming an adult. I, I basically, when, whenever I had to do the cooking, I became like Hank Hill and I would just have like a beer in my hand or like for me, it's bourbon. I'm like, yep. And then I'll be too loaded for Thanksgiving. I'll take a nap. Um, I don't watch football. I'm over it. I'm over it, man. I'm over it. Like watching because it's all these teams I don't care about that suck and it's a short week and then now I have to do Black Friday, oh. Jets and Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. That's that's the other sports thing that's happening this week that the NFL is uh, doing the Friday game. They technically cannot do the Friday game at any time past six o'clock because it's mm-hmm. actually a written law that they can't do that. What? It is. Yeah. Someone in Congress passed it. Well, they, who is this? Like in 1960 something or whatever. That, so like Diane Feisman or whatever her name. Or 1970 okay. something. I have no idea that the NFL can't play on Fridays and Saturdays on a certain time, or unless there's no college football games, because they don't want the college football teams to get outworked, outwatched, or whatever by the NFL teams. So. There you go. That's why they did that. But yeah, uh, Thursday Thursday games are the Lions, of course, were actually good for once, uh, hosting their usual game. The Cowboys also, they're facing Washington, and the 49ers and the Seahawks. Only game, game you watch. Only game right there. And then the next day is the Jets and the Dolphins because Amazon wanted that game and they paid for it. I have to be stuck. And this is, I think we said last week, and we're going to put it again. Next year, whoever's developing the games on national TV, please consider injuries because someone is going to have, you know, do you, have you been forced to watch Tim Boyle start for the New York Jets? You <laughs> might be entitled to some kind of financial relief and compensation for damages. Mm. That That is just so fucking 17. All right. Bad. So uh, going on the hot sauce thing. Yeah, I've never, I've never thought of the concept of spicing up the the Thanksgiving stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, it's very neutral food. That's why mashed potatoes neutral. You can have a little gravy without gravy. Mac and cheese neutral. I get you. Collard greens. See, I will mess that ish up. I can't do a lot of collard greens because mm. it's it's high in that salt, baby. And also my toilet. Well, I'll have to Black <laughs> Friday shop for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What do you do with the ham? Ham is okay by itself. I think you're being egregious if you're doing it with the ham. But turkey, by all mm. means. Well, yeah. So I'll, I'll be I'll be going home tomorrow. Um, I'm I'm bringing back my Xbox 360 with some of my Xbox games that are not compatible with my Xbox One. So those will be going into the storage for future uh, Zoomers to once once they hit their midlife crises, I can sell it to them for above price um see like me except you're playing the long con i do i do and the the video game uh collectibles market right now is is crashing because we had that period where like mario 64 was being like somebody sold a mint copy for like a million dollars and it was nowhere near that worth right and then we just found out that the auctioning companies and Mm -hmm. and the whatever uh you know grading companies were in cahoots and everybody just started to realize oh this is pretty scammy in some ways or fishy and so that's it's it's been plummeting ever since which is good which is good i i once again i play the long game and eventually like in 10 years we won't have physical games anyways so we all know this is gonna happen 
So that's that. So get physical while you're while you're at it for now. At least for most of your games, not all of them. You don't have to get all of them, but for most of the games, I would say keep going physical, especially like the single player stuff, because eventually, eventually those will go up in value just by the virtue of them being physical alone, and some rarity through that. Anyways, yeah, I'm bringing those back, and I'm bringing uh, uh, some like things, some roskias. I don't know if you've ever seen those, Charles. It's a traditional Nicaraguan um, snack food. But uh, but yeah, did I lose you, Charles? I think I lost them. Hold on, did I? I I did not touch a thing. One second, there's no way. Oh, my connection was lost completely. Wow, I'm over here talking to myself. So that 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 was just me, everybody. Um, hmm. Well, the stream is still going. I still see the. The clock running, but I, I might have lost Charles, so he might have been disconnected, because I'm trying to connect with him. Hold on, let me see if he sent me a message on the phone. Ah, sports goose, everybody, he's coming back. That's a he dropped out, so I think it might have been it's something on his end. So we shall wait. Uh, while we're here. I'll talk about the Panthers and the Bruins right now. The Bruins are up 3-1 against the Panthers. They found a way to get scoring there in the second period with two extra goals. The Panthers were able to get one back as well. I think Anton Lindell with the goal there. But uh, the penalties have been very high to start the game. But now I believe both teams are going to be playing with a lot more discipline. Because ultimately they're trying to win the game. And trying to kill each other is probably not in their best interest right now, for now at least. But especially for the Panthers, who are trying to get back into this game. They have two goals, which they, they have to find a way to to break through here against uh, Linus Ulmark here. So uh, with regards to what I've been doing with gaming, yeah, I mean, Super Mario Brothers Wonder was 100%. Um, it's actually... Not um my internet man. I think oh, I got internet. There he is. There's oh. Charles. But you know have hope those as we, we attack. <laughs> Alright, we're back. So I was I was I was on my feet there, Charles. I started talking about the Panthers and, and the Bruins game and talking about one hundred percenting Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I, I have been there when you take the calls. So we are at an hour and 54 minutes. I think that was our turkey talk for this mm -hmm. year. So let's head on over to the petty train. And well, then... I do have one question oh, okay. about turkey talk. Go. Favorite dessert. Uh, gosh, at this point, I mean, I, I like apple pie and everything like that. We usually eat it with a, like a, a you know, ice cream as well on the side. Mm. I, I don't really think you can go wrong with with that as, as just it's seems very simple but it's it's very nice and i there's a birthday cake ice cream that i bought for my sister uh about uh yeah last month or so so i know it's sitting there waiting for me along with the apple pie i like the um the dutch apple pie dutch apple pie is real good compared to the regular apple pie that you get at Publix because they sell both yeah. of them but i like the dutch one i like the crumbly bits that's, yeah, that, that always gets me. Make it work. Yeah, so that's that's my thing with with the dessert. 
I do like a good pumpkin pie because my mother's allergic to pumpkin pies, so we, I never bring it for them or anything like that. So it's like being forbidden. Don't care for pecan pie. Makes no sense to me, truthfully. You made a pie out of peanuts? What? What the hell it is? I'm like, no, thank you. Um, and I always like cheesecake. So yeah. if you bring that, I'm happy. But then, you know, Hispanic traditions, there's always flan. Okay. There's always flan. All right. Well, so yeah, an hour 56. So we're, we'll do the petty train and then we we got a, an actual review of the pay-per-view for AEW, right? Full gear? Oh, yeah, and God damn it, I got to do Survivor Series prediction too. Yeah. Ooh, so we'll get well, to it. We're not there yet. So Petty Chain, we're going to run through it quick because I didn't really watch the NFL. I was on a, you know, I was on a plane and everything like that. It was just mm-hmm. like an all-day thing. So I didn't really – the most I've been able to glance at has been what uh, Barry McCockner and uh, Urinating Tree – have posted with their weekly uh, reviews of all the games. I know some of the 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 talking points at the very least from listening to Stab, you know, uh, Levitard show, all that type of stuff. But mm-hmm. we'll we'll head there right now. One second, as soon as I get off of cheap ass gamer, because we'll be. I know I'll be looking at that after the show when you send me more deals for stuff. But the backlog will not go past fifty six, Charles. They cannot. What's wrong? Why can't you make it to a sweet 69? I, no, I can't. I can't. It has mm. to. I have to get it down to at least below 50. I need to find yeah, ways I'm at. Flexible there, bud. I 100% in Mario when I didn't expect to, but it, it just, you know, the plane ride was very, very productive. So, um, all right, NFL scores. So let's go. Let's do it. I'll do one word, or uh, we'll leave this as better. That'll be my input. I'll talk about the Dolphins. Uh, right now, I'll just get it out the way. Uh, nothing changes with my narrative. Nothing mm-hmm. changes with the narrative that they beat a very terrible, very mediocre Ra- Raiders team and only yep. beat them by one score. Mm-hmm. They had 400 plus yards because I did see some of this game, Charles, mm-hmm. um, for the most part before I had to leave for the airport. And nothing about it really was like, okay, the Dolphins are, are moving the ball. You know, Tua throws for 325 yards, throws interception, this other stuff. And and then you have the Raiders on the other side. Okay, Aiden O'Connell, not great. Yeah, fifth front round rookie. But yet they're still within one score of the game by the end of it. And the Dolphins' offense completely peters out in the fourth quarter too. So nothing about it, nothing about this game. Devin and Shane hurt again. Yeah. Because exactly. you rush dudes back. Yeah, and, and especially in this game, like I don't know why they would rush this. You would think that the Dolphins would be comfortable in letting guys sit out for games like this, but it kind of does. I'm like, oh, well, they, they know that they have some things that are missing, that there are certain parts of their game that they, they – the defense actually showed out for once for this one Jalen Ramsey's been good I talked trash about him but he's been fantastic yeah yeah he had a very very good game nothing was nothing got past him in this one and so yeah he was the player of the game I think defensive player of the week Mm -hmm. as well so yeah good on him I've never had anything bad to say about him he's a former Seminole so so there you go with that too but nothing about the narrative of are the Dolphins good uh really it has changed for me. Beat a real team. The Raiders are not a real team. You still haven't beaten them yet. And I don't kind of what... want Antonio Pierce to keep that job. Yeah. And I feel like now, thanks to certain things that are happening, Charles, 
in Cincy, in Cleveland, losing both of their quarterbacks. I feel like the the Dolphin hype is going is getting higher and higher, and we're gonna prop up a team that, thanks to their competition, playing under their potential or losing key uh, figures to them, that we're gonna see the Dolphins make it to like the division series or what the division um, playoff round, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Oh, we actually made good progress," and it's like. No, this is all a facade. This ain't real. His hate boner, guys, is just legitimate. I because can't he believe can't have that. Hope. And I you're, still can't you're believe. You're Hawkeye when you're like, don't give me hope. I still can't believe that this team can beat the Kansas City Chiefs when well, it Eric actually matters the, the most. Lately. So, Not that can you beat the Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens too. The Ravens, the Chiefs, uh, anybody in the AFC – that will legitimately put it together by playoff time. Because mm-hmm. right now, the regular season, I know those teams are good, and they'll, they'll find a way that, to make it work because that's when it actually matters. That's when it actually matters. The Browns somehow beat the Steelers, uh, so that's the other game. 13-10, 7-3-Cleveland, Kenny Pickett. Not good. <laughs> Not a good. Good. <laughs> We're right about that. Poor. I, I look. I have to defend some white bread quarterback. Right? There we go. There it's it like, is. Uh, There's the theme. You know. So the wonder bread out. Kenny Pickett was always going to be what I consider a back. I had to watch him play in Pitt. You know this. You did too. Yeah, being part of the ACC, you know what was going to come of it and everything. It's not going to be the worst of the worst. But it, 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 they fired Matt Canada. Will Levis is a better quarterback than Kenny Pickett, so I'm gonna go from there. there but waste you because the thing is, you've drafted, you've used first round picks in the last three years on um, some offense like two or three. Najee Harris, who just isn't producing, and you can blame Matt Canada all you want, but Matt Canada is gone, and you're not doing anything. That's on you, dog. Sorry. And then now you also use that first round pick on Kenny Pickett when there was other guys that kind of build for depth or trade down. You, they were in the 20s when they picked Kenny Pickett, I think. So trade down. Um, it's, it's it's a no bueno. All right, no bueno. But uh, Cleveland wins without Deshaun gets hurt. <clears throat> so let's... we want them to make it for Miles Garrett and only for yeah. Miles and Amari Cooper. I love Amari Cooper. Who could be a defensive or MVP. So uh, you wish, right? I mean, it'd be fun to see for once. Yeah, it's just rigged in the stands. Instead game. of just oh, the quarterback will always win. Which at that point, Miles would just make it like a Cy Young deal, uh, where it's like the QB Young or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. The Ravens beat the Bengals, but they lose uh, Joe Burrow. And the Ravens like Mark, lost Mark Andrews as well. So yeah. your top offensive guy and the other guy losing their top offensive guy. Mm-hmm. And nobody won this. So there you go. The Lions beat the Bears. Congratulations. You dunked on the little kid at the park. But, well, it's their first 8 and 2 season since. Uh, everybody was there since JFK was alive, <laughs> so, which uh, today's the day, everybody. I, I mentioned Lee Harvey Oswald earlier today. Oh my goodness! <laughs> when you were it talking is. about Lee Corso and and and, and Lou Holtz, I'm like Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> um, it, it's not too soon, guys. It, it, yeah, it's not too soon. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the Packers beat the Chargers. Everybody's turning on <laughs> Herbert now. 
it, it could be Herbert, but I'm mean, going to defend him a little bit. He wasn't playing the defense in the last pick. I'm not even going to say the Quentin Johnson thing, even though that was pinpoint. I'm not even going to blame the receiver. I think they had the lead, and they just gave it up. <laughs> Brandon Staley called a defense, called the wrong play, and then he acted like a you know he got angry, and he says, I'm still going to call the defense plays. And mind you, if your team's only let up like 23 points, then maybe it's not a problem, but it's just you can't. You have to change your place. Make sure no one's slicing and dicing in the last quarter, man. Just saying. We'll leave us a better quarterback than Justin Herbert. <clears throat> or Jordan I will Love. not be taking any questions at this time. Or Jordan Love. Or, or... Listen, man, I'm rooting for the kid. And the reason why I'm rooting for Jordan Love is because everybody's looking at the score, but they forget that Rodgers went 6-10 in his first yeah. season. This this Rodgers, this Aaron exceptionalism mm-hmm. is what I'm going to call it. Like American exceptionalism. All right. The Cowboys beat up on the Panthers. Who cares, man? Like, you talk about the Dolphins not beating anybody. And, you know, I got a friend who's a Cowboys fan. Yeah, beat the teams that you're supposed to beat properly, right? But, Jesus, don't don't take pride to this. And I feel bad for Bryce Young because I don't know if he's good or bad compared to C.J. Shroud, where I'm just like, ooh, buddy, you're sexy, dog. I don't want that. Speaking of, Texans beat the Cardinals 21-16. to Good for Kyler for kind of looking decent when coming back. He came back from a heart injury. I'm not a Kyler guy, but, you know, you're going to kind of want some kind of support we're not really those kind of jerks you know so good for him and cj stroud threw three picks but he won the game and now they've won five games which is saying something which on a team that wasn't winning anything for years mm. giants beat the commanders tommy devito ron rivera's getting fired <laughs> i still don't know if sam howell is Good or not. A starting quarterback because he is a product at the end of the day of Eric Bieniemy, which is what pisses me off that the poor guy had to take a lateral move. Because if this doesn't get Bieniemy a starting job to take a fifth rounder who had only made one start in his you know professional career ahead of time, a job, I, I don't know. Then I'm going to call racism. I'm going to say that Mike, um, <laughs> was it Flores, his last name? It's been a bit, yeah, right? Brian Flores. I'm Brian Flores. Think, yeah, think, yeah. I'm thinking Mike McDaniel, but Brian Flores is right. Because seriously, you take a fifth round quarterback from what UNC, right? Is that Sam Howell? That's where he went. Who, you know, he doesn't have the greatest weapons. We like Terry McLaren, but he's leading at the moment. I think he's like top three in, you know, passing yards and all this other stuff. <laughs> Gotta give the enemy a job. Let's be fair. Let's be right. Let's do this correctly. Mm. All right. Then we have the Buccaneers and the 49ers. Mike Evans is amazing. Willie, this is a little bit better than Baker Mayfield. I'm kind of on this Baker Mayfield. I just want him to get a job for a couple of years. I think he's earned it because between the upper echelon guys, after that follows the Josh Allen and everybody else, because Josh Allen is no longer in the Patrick Mahomes MVP conversation. Sorry, kids. Um, and then, you know, all right, 49ers, you won a game against the Bucks, who still have deficiencies. Let's see what happens because now I really don't trust Purdy after all this time. I feel like he really just needs healthy people. Which everybody does, let's be fair. But there were some big deficiencies. The Rams beat the Seahawks. Man, you wonder. That NFC West is a bloodbath, dude. Bloodbath. It's, Will uh, Levis is a better quarterback than uh, Matt Stafford. He is basically what I need him to be to be just like Matt Stafford. <laughs> just relax. The Broncos beat the Vikings. <sighs> back to 500. So Sean Payton has found a way, Charles. Did he really find a way or did Kevin McConnell? And that's the thing. You have to be opportunistic and life's about opportunity. But I think people also do need to realize that 
we fall in love with the Josh Dobbs story, right? We have. And I like Josh Dobbs. I hope he actually gets a legitimate job as a backup somewhere. I don't forgive him for not being able to move the ball in Tennessee. But granted, to be fair, to be fair, it was because at that time, Todd Dowding didn't know how to call offensive plays. So it's a little bit broken. Getting fuzzy, Charles. There we go. Oh, sorry. It's because I'm leaning in. Um, I just don't want Sean Payne to succeed. I know it sounds petty. I know it sounds terrible. But, you know, you really do kind of learn to appreciate everything else uh, and russell I, wilson I, bailing himself out yeah it's just also sean Payton's not likable hmm. sean Payton's not likable can we uh, say that now yeah, yeah i guess sorry. he was on tv i don't even remember anything about him being on tv right yeah he had that one year because he knew he was purposely kind of weird in the suit he's got a weird body yeah <laughs> he's literally he's literally this he's a he's a microwave body with a head the eagles beat the chiefs that was a good game. I did watch that because I was trying to download Pokemon Scarlet on my phone. But um, it was enjoyable. The Chiefs are like the worst 9-1 team I've ever seen. Or not the Eagles. Chiefs. The Eagles are the worst 9-1 teams. I feel like Kansas City could come in together. I think they them holding plays kind of affected them and everything like that. But people forget. It's never – Mahomes did throw a pick, yeah. But, you know, fumbles happen. No one's catching the ball. I understand. People are like, Charles, you're making excuses. I'm making observations. It's not excuses. There was fumbles. There was people who did not catch the ball. You know, Watson, even on the 4th and 25, Mahomes put that in his bread basket, dude. That's amazing. Y'all just hate it because you don't want another Brady. You know, you don't want another Matt, uh, uh, Payton. But guess what? I'm always going to support Mahomes. I'm going a, I'm to a dick ride him. 18. All righty. Because when you don't have a quarterback, now I might have a quarterback. I might, if I can get Will Levis to be that ceiling, I will just flood the gates. I'll get the Levis lefty coming in. Alrighty. Let's see. So we've got... Let's see. That's that. That's that. Interesting. Which is the... We have that. Uh, oh, your game. Well, the Jaguars and the Titans. Well, sorry. Don't try hard. Oh, wait. Um, I forgot. There was... Well, let's see. Uh, uh, the Bills beat the Jets. That's right. Man! Poor Josh. Here, so here's the here's a good controversy of a question that I propose to people: How much leeway are you going to give to Robert Sala to not fire him? Because it was him who's like, we're going to get um, Nathaniel Hackett to be offensive coordinator. This offense might have looked exactly the same with Aaron Rodgers. One, mm. two. There's no O line, so that's on the GM. Three. Shouldn't you fire a coach that is playing great defensively but couldn't make the call on a season that you had high expectations of to just bench his quarterback for Tim Boyle, Trevor Simeon, when you already knew the controversy of what your quarterback was that he was simply not good enough to begin with? I, I don't think it's out of line. I, I really don't. And some people are like, no, he needs a chance because, you know, XYZ and Zach Wilson. I'm like, yeah, but it's your call as a coach to evaluate the talent and put in the best players to win. And what so, do you want somebody that – I'm just thinking of the – the Bucks with Brady, where they, okay, you bring Bruce Arians in, you know he's pretty good, and you got an experienced guy there, and they can call the plays, and you got the, the quarterback. He's just trying to squeeze out two, three years out of it. Everything was facilitated to just lick the lick the base of the penis of Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Plain and simple. Then Nathaniel Hackett hire. You can't tell me Nathaniel Hackett's the guy that you want, considering the fact that he got fired 
in his first season, not even be able to complete the season for being offensively inept and not being able to do play calls. And the stuff he's been writing isn't good. You're not being offensively creative about what you want to do with the ball anyway, because you have Dalvin Cook, who is still good, in my opinion. You know, he's just not getting chances. It's Brees Hall, and you guys aren't just running the ball. You got Gary Wilson. You didn't construct a good team, and that's fine. You can blame Joe Douglas um, all you want. I believe that's who the uh, GM is. You know, I don't care. But why can't you evaluate the idea that you were benching Zach Wilson last year at the same time, at the same juncture you were benching him? And you had a defense can carry. A run game can carry. I'm a Titans fan. I've seen it multiple times. With three coaches, Fisher, Malarkey, Vrabel, literally, it could be done. You can make up those things, but if you can't game plan, I, I feel it's just resting on your laurels. So, Sal is in year three. Why do you need him for year four? Mm-hmm. Oh, Aaron might not like it. He's on. He's on a contract. Mm-hmm. He's on a contract. He doesn't like it. Trade him. Seriously. And all right, now we're at your game. Tank it, tank it. I don't care. It's fine. It's fine. We have deficiencies. We're offensively bad. I think Tim Kelly should not be coming back as our OC. Well, all right, so let's let's take the, the positives. How did your boy leave us do? He wasn't great, but like no one, there's no one to throw to. Yeah, well, it's garbage time. It was once a Jeffrey Simmons who was a stud, a stud of a defensive lineman. Did you see that tackle? I think I accepted. Oh yeah, fat man touchdown. There we go. Fat man touchdown. But you know, he's more than a fat man. He's not a lineman. He's a defensive beast he's an animal he's a monster and i love him and then the other one was like a trickery but we don't have the right receiver depth which was part of ron Collins' fault because you got deandre hopkins but the idea was like we needed more we're working on kyle phillips and chris moore to do so because Traylon burks our first round pick is injured again and you know time are running out on him so go for marvin harrison jr or keon coleman if they become available in the draft tank it it's okay i will take one year of the suck because what I'm learning and what I'm seeing is that there is no consistency in the AFC South. We don't know where Texas is going to be next year. We do not know where the, the Jaguars, they are probably going to win it and make the playoffs. That is not a team anyone's scared of. Hmm. All right. Okay. So that's the petty train. We're at 214, Charles. So there was a, you, you actually paid for and watched some stuff so let's hear you some your review you're in your preview all right so let me go into it welcome everybody to your weekly truplex the cage with charles full disclaimer wrestling is not fake it's scripted it's a stage fight it's a song and dance it's about men and women beating the holy hell out of each other trust me i got a match to tell you guys real quick about it it's gonna be uh, i'll wait till i actually evaluate going from there um it's about men and women chasing championships establishing legacies trying to entertain me and also die for me apparently a lot have happened we're going to do the AEW last. We're going to do Survivor Series now. I'm just going to hit the hard parts. We've got the predictions. Randy Orton's coming back. They're going to do War Games. We've talked about it last year. If you want some info for the brevity of time, just go read it on Twitter. Please follow it on the X. Uh, matches that have been announced. Gunther versus Miz for the IC belt. I like it. It's the the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion versus the champion who is tied for the most Intercontinental title holds. Um, Miz is obviously going to lose gunther wins we love gunther ray ripley versus zoe stark i haven't been invested into it ray ripley wins you're gonna have carlito versus santos escobar it's kind of a pseudo blood feud where carlito was ray's boy santos escobar was part of lwo with ray mysterio and then he turned on him last couple weeks and it's been doing good and so santos wins right you have team bianca versus damage control bianca belair charlotte flair shotzi becky lynch in war games for damage control uh, which is Bailey now Asuka, Io Sky, and Kyrie Sane. This can go either way. If I booked it, I would have 
you have to have the heels win, win, but you can have them lose if Bailey is the one who's pinned, and then you have damage control of being Asuka, Io, and Kyrie kick Bailey out. Dakota Kai is still injured for ACL injury. She should be back maybe in January, which really will probably be February, which really means we'll get it at like you know some point in Mania. Um, but if you want to turn Bailey face, and it's time when you're she's been a heel for like since pandemic days, it's time things go stale. You have to switch it up a little bit. You know what I mean? You have to make it interesting so it can go either way and then war games for the men's cody rhodes seth rollins jay ushu jay ushu jay uso sammy zane and randy orton's come back after being gone for 540 days andrew had texas in the chat asking if it was a real injury it was he had a severe back injury it took him out of the commission wrestling is actually real guys where you get real injuries just like football you know and baseball and hockey you know, you know people have died in there you know in wrestling looking at you on heart uh thanks vince well granted that wasn't in the match itself but i digress shabbat is all who you need to know the guy had like a, a spinal injury and a brain injury and had a surgery part of his brain removed versus judgment day damian priest finn valor dirty dominic masir and jd mcdonough war games is usually entertaining time it's you know um two rings in a cage people come and go they, they, you know you win the advancement of it judgment day I believe. Um, oh, and Drew McIntyre is going to be there. Drew just just turned. Drew's heel turn has been great because it's a logical heel turn. He's like, how are I, Drew's heel turn has basically been like, why are you guys booing me? I'm right. And the whole thing is by like, I got screwed over by the bloodline and by Jey Uso, by everybody. I'm I'm just not going to take this issue anymore. I'm I'm done being the uh, nice guy, and that's relatable, right? He's putting his big boy pants on, and I've needed Drew to be a heel for a long time because he's been a face for three years. So just like Bailey was a heel for too long, Drew was a face for too long. I don't know what you do with it for people holding titles with Seth because Seth's been holding that belt too long. I thought he should have it for like two months and then drop it to Finn. But I need Team Cody to win because I'm over Judgment Day. I've told you they have go home heat for me. They've gotten a little bit better, but it's it's because it's drying out. And you want to see what the potential you can keep Rhea and Dominic together if you want, because eventually we're gonna get Rhea versus Dominic part two for you know retirement match, maybe or something like that. We can do it. Um, but we, we need to end it this time. And it'll be interesting, Randy. What I've liked, what they're doing, is the fact that you're having... Um, so what you got to remember is Randy didn't just say, I have an injury, I'm not going to go from there. They injured him on TV to make it seem like he's out of commission, but he was legitimately injured. So they just played off. Jay Uso was part of that when he was still in the bloodline. So Jay's like, oh, crap, it's Randy. So we're going to get something out of that. And I'm for it because why? After Survivor Series is Royal Rumble. So I am getting the benefits of all the storyline that's happening in November when I'm there in Tampa, January 27th with my massively erect self and my parody will be there too. And Derek and I are super excited for it coming into it. So that's, that's what I'll give you on AEW. Uh, I'm sorry, on WWE. Let's shift gears to AEW. I paid for a pay-per-view. So I, the gaming lull kind of hits. It was Saturday. I wasn't yeah, you were, like that. You, you, yeah, you, you were, I beat Sonic Frontier, so it wasn't really a gaming yeah. lull. It's just I didn't want to jump into something so quickly after yeah. beating it. You got to give some separation. And you were you were a flout, like you were on the fence of whether you wanted to get this particular PPV. Yeah, and, and it was because the thing is there was feuds that I was for, such as Hangman versus Swerve, and then Cassidy versus um, Moxley, and I'm like, all right. There was feuds that I knew weren't my cup of tea, such as the Golden Jets, which is Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks are a hard sell for me. I'm not in love with them kind of thing. I was kind of like on the fence about 
MJF versus Jay White because Jay White is not the champion, but he's stolen MJF's title belt for, you know, like um, five weeks. And I'm like, well, if you're parading around like a clown, you're not going to win, right? Because he's being the cartoonish shield before he gets to be the serious shield. But I said, Charles, don't you want to get tacos from the taco shack and, you know, pretzel bites with chorizo um, cheese dip? I'm like, yeah, I do. Don't you want to do that sitting down watching Fulger? I'm like, yeah. Do you want to pirate it? I'm like, I don't want to give my computer, you know, the computer, you know, disease. And most pirating places don't. But part of it is also you want the quality of resolution. And it's like sometimes you should pay for a good product. I don't watch a lot of AEW. I, I do. I watch a lot of Dynamite. You know that. But I don't pay for a lot of pay-per-view. So I'm like, I could do it. The thing is, is that Forbidden Door left kind of a sour taste in my mouth because the Danielson Okada match where they're doing part two in January was good, but you know, Danielson legitimately broke his arm. So he only went on 10 more minutes from it. And then the only real one that stood out to me was the fatal four way match for the international title. But I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to do it. I did it for the tacos, baby. I did it for the tacos because I think it's fair that once a year I get a pay-per-view from AEW. You know, you, you have to diversity is the spice of life, right? And that's what you have to do with your wrestling. And I'm very glad I did. The overall, the pay-per-view was great. You know, it was very good. It had not the best match of the year. Hear me out. Because I don't compare the two brands because it's not fair to say that for AEW over WWE because I don't watch all their pay-per-views. So how are we going to be subjective to it? How can it be objective about being subjective? It has the greatest match of the year that I've seen. It will not be topped. It won't be topped in November. Mm. There's no more pay-per-views coming from um, WWE after Survivor Series. I am not going to watch. I'm not going to pay for World's End, which is the next pay-per-view in December because now they increase the eight. They had the greatest match there that I've seen this year. Like it, it was something. You know what it is. But let's go do on the rundown. Uh, we're not going to talk about the pre-show stuff. It's just pre-show. Um, you had Sting, Darby Allen, and Edge, where now is Adam Copeland going against Kristen Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. As we called, Team Sting, Team Copeland won, pinning Luchasaurus. It's going to further a story, which is fine. Sometimes you need that with pay-per-views. Orange Cassie versus Moxley kind of disappointed me a little bit. I did watch some highlights from the first bout, and I thought it was very good. But my problem is, is that, you know, the whole story with it is that he's being obsessive with trying to beat Moxley because Moxley took his belt away from him after Cassie had for so long. And the international championship is probably like the second most important men's championship now. And part of it is who's the belt, who's on the belt and who, what they're doing with it. Match was fine. It was good. It was a little short. You know, Moxley had the kind of like the final boss vibes, but you know, overall I felt it could have been better, but it was fine. Tony storm beat Hikaru Shida, which I kind of felt that was coming because timeless Tony storm has been a good classic. She's kind of doing like that, mad actress kind of vibe there was a botch though because how she won is so what she does is like a hip attack that runs her, her um her butt or her hip into her opponent's face when it gets the ropes and she put like i guess a frying pan in there but it was clearly visible and so the idea you can suspend disbelief a lot in wrestling where you're supposed to theater right but the ref you can see it out of like tony's butt cheek that's popping out so it, it was an interesting visual but whatever yeah i felt like Sheeta should have had actually a win in there and he could have downward spot but i don't book this stuff but the match was fine for what's worth buddy the tag team match that was a ladder match the fatal four-way of ricky starts and big bill defending their titles against la fashion and gobernables uh, versus ftr versus the kings of black throne and malachi black and King was awesome it took a while to get there, but you know, the whole thing is both title belts are up there. You need teams to win. Ricky Starks and Big Bill won, as I had predicted. I was like perfect for my predictions, which is great um, coming into it, but it was very 
brutal. It was very visceral. I, I sent you the tweet of um, Brody King, who I like doing the Gonzo bomb on um, Dorlistico on the ladder. I'm liking this. Um, is this what I'm seeing on the screen here? Can you see it? Yeah, I had to. I had to just With, re like using the ropes to kind of bend the ladder back, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's just a setup because they want to do another spot with mm -hmm. it because it was okay. um Dash who was going from there. But it was a cool visual. It was kind of brutal. There was another one with Balakai just slingshotted a ladder against Dash who was coming at him to hit him. And at the end, yeah, Big that's Bill, what I'm, I'm showing here. Yeah, yeah, and and at the end, um, you know, Ricky Starks and Big Bill won because they only just won the titles last month. So like, let's not do transitional champions. The tag team belts have kind of faltered a little bit. Let's bring some esteem into it. So the match was great. It was it was a good old time. It was violent. It was destructive. But it, it's a ladder match, so it's not supposed to be civil. You know what I mean? It takes away some of the constructs of like, hey, we're not going to do. Um, all the stuff we're gonna go from there we're gonna make it unconventional we're gonna mess some people up and go from that and i was like i was like yeah man it, it was my cup of tea women's triple threat match for the tbs championship which is what i would say the second tier title even though tony khan wants to say it's equal and tony khan you did a good job you got 50 bucks for me okay fine hmm. um was really good i thought julia hart beat chris statlander in sky blue because uh Chris Statlander, who's the one who came out in the dodgeball gear, which I always said you because a couple of pay-per-views ago, she showed up as um, yeah, Zoolander. So she's a big Ben Stiller fan, which makes me a fan. All three of them are very talented. You know, I appreciate them. I just felt like it was a good time for Julie Hart to win. And I think we talked about it because I was re-listening to my part of the show because I knew I was going to speak on it, was that you couldn't have two title changes, in my opinion, in multi-person matches. So I was right on the picks. Look at that. But it was a good match. They impressed me. I, I was I was satisfied. It was good. We're going to go to the main event. So how what happened, and I should explain this, what happened was MJF defended two titles that day. On the pre-show, he defended the um, tag titles, the Ring of Honor tag titles against the Guns. And then he had the Guns are in the stable with um, Jay White, who was in the main event, which was the um, they're part of the Bullet Club Gold, the Bang Bang Gang, whatever. So after the Ring of Honor, because he got Samoa Joe to help team up, because remember, the story was MJF and Adam Cole, Ring of Honor champions. Um, tag team champions but what happened was after the match was done the guns had attacked mjf hit his chair and they sent him off an ambulance i'm like i don't like this this is kind of like some tomfoolery that's going on i'm showing him coming in from an ambulance truck. yeah and, and then he comes back because what they were doing is that um for whatever reason adam cole was there he was on the crutches adam cole broke his ankle right and he said and mjf's going i'm like adam don't let him forfeit don't let me don't let me lose my belt don't let me go from there so for whatever reason adam cole who's legitimately injured comes and says to Jay White because they, they had a segment in the middle of the pay-per-view where Jay White's like, just crown me as champ, whatever. And then Tony Schiavone's there. He's like, well, I have no by authority. I have to. So it's going to be the default. And Adam Cole comes across. I'm going to find a way I'm going to do it. I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. This is too drawn out. Um, so let's just say Adam Cole, who was legitimately injured, broken ankle with crutches, did not have to defend the title. MJF came back because they're telling a story of like the mm -hmm. persevering champion. Remember, MJF used to be a heel for like four years. So now mm -hmm. he's in this baby face run. So they're getting some diversity and variety it took me out of it a little bit because of it because you know where it's pretty good i'd rather not just have it happen i'd rather just the injury happened before the match then go to the ambulance and there's just there's you're saving that drama and you're having questions like can i do this or not there was good storytelling there was a lot of limb work by jay white and it goes 30 minutes long for a match and it's kind of tough it did hit him to high high gears because there was a good storyline about whether or not adam cole should throw in the towel on mjf's behalf as jay white's doing submissions and attacking the leg because if you throw in the towel 
championship is forfeited, right? You know, the person wants to quit, but someone's in your better interest is doing it for you if they're playing off as your manager. But how it ends is that, you know, um, MGF takes the dynamite ring, knocks out uh, Jay White. They, he out cheated Jay White because Jay White was trying to cheat, and then MGF did it. Match was fine. You know, would I have booked it differently to my appeal? Sure, but I'll still get respect because the final like five minutes had my had my sequence. Now let's talk about the greatest match that I have seen this year, and it is going to be on my mind. It, 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 the good thing about buying these pay-per-views is I keep that pay-per-view. I can watch that entire match again soon, and I might do it as I'm ranking my list of the top five or the top tens. Mm-hmm. Swerve Strickland and Hangman and Page have been in a feud for like two months or a month and a half. We've talked about it. They wrestled at Wrestle Dream, and then it was a cheat to win. And then we talked about how last week Swerve had broken into Hangman's house in the past, and you know talked to his kid and left his t-shirt on the kid like what what a great way of just saying your dad ain't crap right and it was a texas death match and texas death match is like all out everything goes and the only way you kind of win is either by you know knockout or submission or you can't get up to the 10 count i can understand how people said that they don't like it because it made them feel comfortable i was uncomfortable but i couldn't turn away because it fit the story this is a blood feud this is legitimately like people hating each other. So mm. the state Bruins Panthers. Yeah, Bruins Panthers, Panthers right? Lost, by the way. And I, oh, did they? Well, sorry. You know, I guess <laughs> yeah. I'll have to play as the Bruins as they were fighting off. And I sent you a lot of clips. And I know Andrew was grossed out, but like, what the fuck? I'm like, look, I'm I was showing the out. intros right now on the screen. And there was only intro for Swerve because Hangman, it's on Blood View, didn't want to come out for an entrance music. He came to whoop some ass, mm. right? Uh, 19. But the staple sessions were, he literally stapled. Hangman stapled Swerve's chest. He stapled his face. He stapled because he broke into his he house. He sent so, me the screenshots. It looked very painful. <laughs> well, I think there was a deep cut on Swerve, but you got to remember, you got to respect that these guys are doing because at the end of the day, it is a carny sport. You do it for the roar of the crowd, for the applause. And everybody likes applause, right? There's nothing worse than not having the applause. But it fit. All of it fit. Everything fit the way that you want to do it fit. He stapled his son's macaroni art or drawings onto the man's face. And then he drank the blood and spot it out. And I was like, I literally am watching. I'm like, Oh, fucking gross. 20, 20. <laughs> but I could not turn away because it made sense. You would legitimately hate somebody. You're in a Texas death match. You need death in that component. It was one of the best modern day Texas death matches I've seen. Hagman's known for the death match and they had other spots. The broken glass, the bar bar. You saw the bar bar legitimately caught onto Hangman's skin. Yeah, as I it was in fact Swerve, who you know was his whole face was crimson red. And I gotta tell you, it's very daunting. And I don't think people realize because you know there's not a lot of and 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 I'm gonna preface this. I'm not saying this in a, a political fashion. When I talk about how much blood, Swerve. You know, his entire face was covered red for you know either anybody who's white or black to be covered in that red to be crimson masked is drawing of how much what i was concerned i think I, I was thinking of it was the eddie guerrero botch where eddie cut too deep and he lost all that blood he had to go to transfusion these guys are doing it for me and they were just all amazing what's amazing is that hangman was pulling in the baby face resiliency of never say die because he kept getting up the 10 count swerve kept getting up the 10 count nana who is swerve's you know um manager help him out before into it you know they were doing the crown of thorns thing with the with the barbed wire mm. every the barbed wire chair the table going through the chair doing the fallaway slam it was hitting all that beats and yeah did brian cage coming in because he's part of mogul embassy which is 
um, Swerve's faction um, kind of take me out of it because he came in so late into the game, kind of, because there was interference. But it kind of makes sense, though, because if it's Texas Deathmatch, there are no rules. It's just survive. And then, you know, um, Hangman Page was able to kind of get that resilience. He hit Cage with the barbed wire on his arms and everything. That tombstone was just so good, everything. Oh, and then, you know, there was a point that I fell in love because when Hangman, still in the beginning, this was like 20-something minutes, man, but still in the beginning, the match was a total of 29 minutes and 55 seconds. 30 minutes these guys are going on their bleed-up. There's Dear pile Lord, drivers. I'm, I'm just looking at the freaking floor splattered. Yeah, but they hate, but the whole thing is they hate each other. It is a blood mm. feud. I've, I've set you guys up onto this. Mm -hmm. This is how it's supposed to be. But there was a scene that stick out to me the most. Not the stapling in the face, but when Hangman went back to doing the staples, on um swerve's chest and swerve's like this don't matter anymore this don't matter i don't feel it. he's walking like a zombie like a man who's about to commit murder and then mm -hmm. it ends because swerve hits um hangman in the back with a cinder block and he still gets up before the tank out at the nine and then swerve puts a chain around his neck and chokes him out with it and then that's it and i felt like i went to hell and back with these guys <laughs> that was the whole premise i'm gonna bring you to hell and go from there get fuzzy yeah oh can you hear me now Still fuzzy. Oh no. Uh, you know, I, I can hear you, but it, I can still hear fuzzy. the fuzz. Well, better. Nah, it's fuzz. getting worse. You're getting worse. Okay. Uh, there it is. There, there it is. So the whole thing is like the whole premise was Hangman saying that he was going to take Swerve to hell I and saw keep him a there. Of it right now, I'm just like, <sighs> it's fantastic. I'll tell you guys to watch it. Oh my god, <laughs> it's amazing how you guys <laughs> love brutality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Isn't that jarring? I, you, you, the thing is, in hockey, we we don't really. I mean. You don't really see guys bleeding, and when there is blood, those are five-minute majors. Yeah. And, it's ma and it's mainly because you, um, you you knock some guy's mouth with your stick, yeah, right. And yeah, there's fighting and everything like that. And every once in a while, you get some guys that get clocked pretty good, right? And that seems to be exciting for me. But like with the with I guess this, and I'm seeing it. It's like a prolonged thing. You know, hockey it's kind of fleeting. You know, yeah. Yeah, okay, they, they kind of fight for like a minute and there you go. Or, you know, you get your teeth knocked out and say, like, okay, fine, you pick them up and keep yeah. going. Because this is a legitimate fight. Mm. And here's the thing. I, I didn't mention it in the beginning. Match starts within the first five minutes. Hangman drinks Swerve's blood down his mouth and spits it up. And I know that made people feel uncomfortable. I mentioned it to begin with. For me, it meant like this is serious shit. 21. Mm. I'm like, yeah, like if you're going to tell me that you want to kill each other, like that's it. Because I'm like, yeah, man, like I, I oh, know I've that. I've the staple to the face of the kid. <laughs> but it's great. It's and then, brutal and but, funny but, at the same but, time. But watch it because it's going to lead to him ripping it. So he rips it. Ah! It's even better. I'm keeping it tiny because I don't want to grow it anymore. And then here we go. And he, oh, here gosh. it comes up. And then comes a scene that made me say, What? Oh, he's drinking that, that's it. That's legitimate blood. <laughs> and then, but here's the thing that kills that that kills me, or people, Ooh. and he spits it out. Like I'm like, holy crap! Uh. Is that Paige is your is your baby face? He really is the face of your franchise. You can never turn this guy heel in my eyes because he's doing it in the name of his family and his son. That's how you make a baby face not vanilla. You know how I always say it's easy to love a heel and make a heel work. How do you make a baby face? Is that you make a baby face is who's going to commit murder because mm. he's the cowboy and. I absolutely loved it, man. I, I like greatest match I've seen this year. 
it's it's probably one of my top five that's gonna stay with me it's what you show to non-wrestling fans mm. who think it's all the acrobatic stuff I'm like well if it's about storyline and hatred and blood for you it's fine it's your western showdowns it's your it's your big fights that come into it it's your good guy bad guy protagonists come into it it's chinatown baby you know you don't know what's happening and I loved it. And the problem is, is that there was another match that followed the tag team match of the Golden Jets versus the Young Bucks. I'm like, I don't even care about this. I just walked out. I went to go eat something, mm. go from there because it, it just like cooled off. So I was very glad I paid the 50 because I got to see the greatest match of the year. I don't know if you watch Parks and Recs, but you know when the doctor sees Jerry and Jerry's always the communicable thing. He's like, that man has literally the largest penis. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you laugh, but that's how I felt about it. I was like that, that pay-per-view had the greatest match I saw this year. Wow, and I've watched a lot of WWE wrestling. I've watched what two or three AEW pay per views. I mm. think two. I, I I watched some on the illegal stuff, and that's it. Um, but you know, some people were saying Omega um, Osprey one valid. Mm. I watched it; it was good. Some people were saying Omega Osprey two, eh, a little bit too long for my liking. I'm saying this is my number one for AEW, but I'm saying number one overall of what I watched. Wow, you know, into it. Like I, I, I it's because it's not for me, and this is beating. And I have to really think about the list, but I know, I know Owen Sammy versus the Usos was up there, you know, as mm. my kinder. Well, that was because of the emotional roller coaster yeah. of it all. It, it, it is beating Bad Bunny, Damian Priest. I don't think you understand how much I love that match for a guy who's not a trained mm. professional wrestler to make you excited and hyped in everything of that nature, you know. Um, so it, it comes into it one second. Heat spanked the Cavs, by the way. Yeah, because we're a legitimate team. Remember how everybody's like, oh, this is actually a better constructed roster than mm. what you think, you know, coming into it. You know, Spank of the Cavs, the Cavs are supposed to be contenders. But that's the whole thing. Like, when it's it's the how I felt about Gunther Sheamus last year. I'm like, oh, or Gunther Dragunov too. I'm like, All right, I just know for me. But when I say it's big-ish, if I'm going and saying, listen, we're now 10-5, and five, that's a good record. Mm. When I say that it's going to be, like, miles ahead, it's miles ahead. Kyle Lowry had 28 points. What the hell? You know, what the hell? But that that's oh, and Triple J had twenty-two points. Mmm. Mm. I'm feeling that sensation mm. how I felt about Hangman and Swerve, the same way I'm feeling now about this heat game. But that is all I got for you in the kitchen. And I'll tell you guys, you might feel uncomfortable with it, but yes, it's real blood, but y'all love them we uh, yeah, yeah, people were loving the Halloween stuff last year, right? Put some respect on these wrestlers. Mm. That's all I'm gonna give you for the cage. Okay. Well amazing. Yeah, it, it's oof. it is gruesome. It is very gruesome. You're looking. uncomfortable, but it I, makes I sense. am uncomfortable looking at it. But uh, yeah, um, man, that, that is something. Well, I guess that's it for us, Charles. This one went long, but I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be it's back. It's holiday based. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll be back. Let's see. I'm trying to think of our schedule now because we are at 186 and it is i think by christmas time we're out uh last week of november so that'll be 187 188 we might go up to 189 or something and stop it there are 190 we'll see we'll see how it feels we might have like four more in us and we'll see what happens yeah because i think i think i want to come back for the royal rumble ah that's right that's right yeah so we can have our, our break before the nfl playoffs start yeah and the college bowls or whatever because I, 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 the cage is really gonna, and trust me, there will be some AEW and New. We Japan need a big preview for that. We really do need to do the big preview. Yeah, so it's like you, you I, I think we can, we can make it. Because obviously, if we have to skip 
Chris, but there's Christmas games, and it's the end of the season. But, yeah, but we never do Christmas. We never, we've never done That's, Christmas. Yeah, but we. This has been a, a a weird. Even though it's a year, we break them off as seasons in one fis, well, in this, one, this in one yeah, annual year. This year has been weird. Yeah. Yeah, because we Not had long. to stay longer. Yeah. So it's like we're making Playoffs. up in sweat equity. So the idea is we can shorten December a little bit. Okay. But there's some there's some stuff to kind of address on, because the thing is is that in my opinion too come january is when basketball matters to me hardcore yeah and hockey matters and then like i i know he's busy i'm gonna put it out there in case he listens i want to bring him on back for the new year six bowl stuff for mm-hmm. andrew that's yeah. his bread and butter that's his baby it we it, we do have to honor it because you and i i haven't watched a college football finals yeah in four years because yeah. it's always a shutout and, for me yeah so, and my and everything goes well the year of Francisco could continue with the Seminoles being in the playoffs. So. Precisely. All right. Well, that's it. This is a long one, but we're done. Bye, everybody. Take care. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. And Happy one more thing. Can I do the shout-out? Because we, there's never a guarantee because we had to do it on Wednesday, and I usually do on the Tuesday. They'll come in. Giving Tuesday, November 28th. Ah, yes. um, you know, they match the donations, whatever you do. I think sometimes we think about donations of either it's just only for rich yeah. people we want to do for taxes put five i work for a non-profit that's why i always give a shout out even though i won't mm. donate to my non-profit because i work there but you know i'm always doing humane society i'm always doing saint Jude's. i'm always doing the food bank i think that's always important um being um in the positions that we're to help out anyway share performs kids you know people who need to be fed animals of course we love it five dollars yeah. they match the five ten dollars they match the ten you know you, you you're, you're gonna get a lot of stuff for the holiday season you know, that thing that you want to buy yourself. If you want fast food, just don't buy fast food for one day. Don't buy fast food for one day. Don't buy the fast food meal that's 10 bucks. Give to you for those to help out. Because at the end of the day, even though we have this isolationist mentality that runs in this damn country, the whole thing is we are connected to people. And then you might, you live in the neighborhood where everybody's the similarities to you, looking left and right. So if you're not, mm-hmm. if you're well off or you're okay, your left and right are going to be okay, right? But the people who are streets down, roads down, miles down they might be in different situations so whatever you find your capacity to do do give in tuesday i do it every year i always use this platform for the show to do it always do it yeah i i've uh, and just to, i guess speak about that i mean just there's plenty of charities for something that you yourself could care about right all of these teams all these sports teams right they if you're a fan of a team that's a sports show go give to their foundation right mm-hmm. every single one of the marlins have one the panthers have one I, i've donated to those and you know I've, I've donated to the florida wildlife corridor uh to help the actual florida panthers uh try and survive down here in south florida world wildlife fund i always like uh buying gifts for the the kids like plushes and stuff and it, it goes to that so and i get the cool calendars with all the animals on it so just there's always something out there if, if you don't care about people you could care about something else like the environment or animals and things like that so they're out there so yeah that's a good one charles a good plug and yeah happy thanksgiving everybody bye 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 bye